Yo, this is Zero from El Vu and LA Natives Podcast. And I'm happy to announce that Malinali Superfoods now has a storefront location. And we invite all our community to come and partake in our family recipes, in our ancient foods, and in our intention. Our intention is to gather our community, to share the wisdom of our ancestors, but most of all, have a place to be ourselves. So we invite you to come to 4528 Whittier Boulevard in the heart of East Los Angeles. So come, stop by, enjoy our awas, our superfood smoothies, our nutrient powders, and understand that food is our medicine. Our ancestors were brilliant engineers, and they created strong, powerful foods that we share with the community. Aho, ometeo, tonansi, tonato. Yo, yo, yo. La Sasla Natives podcast. We are back on. I have to uh, confess, apparently I was I tested positive for COVID and I want to apologize to our audience. I was out literally right zero for about a couple weeks, man. Yeah, yeah. So that, that was just the part that we weren't on air, but I don't think you need to apologize for it. I think, you know, I people, know. people, dude, it's, it's, how do you feel about that zero? <sighs> dude. There's so many angles from this thing, but you can't keep telling, you can't keep finding information and going, oh, but that doesn't matter right now. <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean? Like, it's prudent information. There's a mess that's happening. And, but I, I, I like this type of environment because it really tests your sovereignty. Like, how much are you going to defend yourself? How aware are you going to be? Or are you just trying to be going back to, uh, simplicity of life where you didn't have to think much and you kind of followed the crowd so this kind of disruption awakens people up the fact that it's pointing you out by singling you out because you felt the need to say hey you know what i tested covid whatever that is wrong it is because there's nothing wrong with you man they you brainwashed got, you got me. fucking sick and that's it they brainwashed me to um have to, to feel explain, bad. Yeah, to feel bad and explain isolate. myself. It's like isolate. Like, oh my god, now I have to, I have to out myself about getting sick. That I probably almost get sick every year, right? Every year, somebody feels something. I yeah. mean, I, I since my diet and intermittent fasting and fasting for five days prior to the next year, um, I've eliminated a lot of my sickness. But shout out to the free donut that they gave me after I tested positive. <laughs> Just pass on the disease. Huh? <laughs> right, zero. A Krispy Kreme donut. By you know what? My son told me something about like his friend. He took his friend to Krispy Kreme and he said, oh, yeah, I'm going to get my free donut. And they gave him the soggiest, like dirtiest <laughs> free donut. Like that's how much they think of you. You know, right? you would think that they would give you the best product for following in with the sheep you know and no offense for people who you know feel like they need to do what they need to do but, but while i was apparently sick well i always thought to myself i was like man i should have just stuck to zero's diet because zero's right just stick with the just a simple conservative diet i mean you right? don't have to take be, the powder you don't have to be plant-based you have to be nutrient rich that's all nutrient rich is and then you could eat pretty much basically whatever you want, but I'll guarantee you ain't going to eat a lot of bad stuff. You ain't going to eat a lot of stuff. You know, I intermittent fast every day. You know, I still haven't even ate a full meal today. 
but I'm fully energized because I, I eat nutrient-rich foods that are developed thousands and thousands of years ago by my ancestors. Yes. So since I cleared that up, thank you guys. Thank you, Zero, for letting me clear that up. Absolutely. Um, Aslan, Hip Hop Fest. Fire, bro. That was fun. We had Quinto Sol, the California, Miss Crazy, Eptos Uno from yeah. Mexico City. It was diverse. Zero Velvu, your set was incredible. Yeah, I feel real confident right now, bro. When it comes to performing, I feel super confident. And the writings that, you know, I finally feel like I matured as a poet and as a performer. So I felt really good about Echo Aslan. So and it was fun. And a lot, back- of, a lot of and shout out to all the my guest list that showed up. The guest list is getting bigger from Alienated's podcast. Um, Chris, um, Alan, I believe it's Alan. I'm trying to remember. Oh, Olin. Um, yeah, man. We'll see you at the next show. Right? So, because we're we're put, we're putting something together, right? Absolutely, absolutely. We will be announcing our next event soon on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. So all that being said, today's a very special show, Zero. Yeah. We got head on in the building. Oh, I know why. Wait, can I tell you why? Because today is two, 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 two. <laughs> so fucking For all the spiritual people, it's a portal. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So it's, a, it's a mini portal. The bigger portal will be on the 22nd. Okay. So, oh, wait. Today's not the 22nd. No, today's a mini portal mini of portal. the bigger portal coming up. Okay. Got it. Yo, head on. Thank you for coming by. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Give you a little applause for you, brother. You. I, I also got attacked by Omicron, so I was down. I was down right. too. So our very special guest today is Maria Estrada. And our friend came back head on, brought her. Yeah, she actually attended uh, the first LA Native show. Oh, cool. Yeah, she wow. was uh, She was there. I invited her and she, she showed up. Dope. Yes. Yeah. Let me see. I was uh, surprised that Armando knew who I was. He goes, weren't you on our hip-hop show? I'm like, was I? <laughs> I instantly recognized you. <laughs> it's the hair. So um, give us a quick little background on, on, on what you do. Um, I'm, um, I'm an activist um, out of Southeast South Central LA. Um, I'm an elected member of the Los Angeles County Democratic Party Central County Committee, which is the largest and most powerful committee within the Democratic Party in the United States. I'm also a state delegate representing Southeast LA at the state level within the Democratic Party. I'm on the board of the Native Women's Unity Association. I was the director of LULAC, League of United Latin American Citizens uh, de Los Angeles, uh, which is the oldest uh, Latino civil rights organization in the United States. Um, I'm active uh, politically, not only in this, you know, in my community, but also in uh, statewide and um, also in Mexico. Uh, I'm a, a candidate. I ran for a state assembly against the Speaker of the Assembly of the State of California twice. Um, I won't be running uh, this time around, but um, I, I got some other things I have to tend to, but um, uh, definitely politically active. Um, I organized protests all over. Um, I've done four protests within 24 hours, took over the first floor of a public building for five hours um, because they're trying to privatize the water in Southeast LA. So um, I took some, some activists with me and they had the front door locked with a chain, and so I decided I'd get in through the back and just took over the first floor. Um, you know, I'm always, I'm always, uh, when I started getting awakened to, to who I was, I, I studied so much things, not only like Aztec Mayan things, but I also studied the Chicano movement mm-hmm. in depth. And Reyes Tijerina taking over the, 
uh, some sort of federal building. I don't exactly remember. But New Mexico. Yeah, in New Mexico, right? So those those type of and then also I got in as I was studying the the Chicano movement. I studied the AIM movement, right, with Russell Memes and uh, John Trudell, Dennis Banks. I had to get a, a, you know, when since I was in this universe of like not knowing anything, I just studied everything. Yeah. You know, so um, my question to you though is, we're in a new point in time. Agreed. Like, like the whole world has shifted from yes, everything on every level, right? Yes. Spirituality, politics, activism, environmentally, economically, socially, everything, educationally. Yeah, uh, they pulled the plug. They pulled the plug on a big, big system, which is either something they needed to do because it couldn't sustain itself through lies, deceit, and and barbarianism. You know, because eventually, when you when you create peace in the world, those people want to live in that peace forever. And I think that's the dichotomy of white people. But my question to you is that: What sparked your activism? Um. Why, why did you decide to go, I need to say something? Because in our culture, and if I go back to like Mexican culture, women really don't say much. Uh, I will. But um, the strong women find a way to say something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, um, actually, someone just actually asked me about that. And I had a discussion with Cruz um, Becerra, who's actually one of the Chicano 13 and one of the founders of the Brown Berets, founders of the La Junta and... Uh, Actually, the um, the booklet that the Black Panthers uh, actually distributed, um, he wrote the, the prelude to it. Oh, wow. So um, he's a good friend of mine. He's uh, he's amazing. Um, but we had a conversation because he says, why are you like this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, uh, I told him a story about when I was 11 years old and I was taking a bath and I had my head underwater and I picked my head up and I could hear you know, my father shouting and my mom you know, screaming and I you know, jumped out of the tub and I go out there and he's beating her again and and I just ran next door my hair was soaking wet and I, I called the cops on my dad and my mother came to get me and the cops were there and you know our face was black and blue and and uh, she wouldn't press charges so prior to the OJ Simpson you know if, if the woman wouldn't press charges the cops wouldn't do anything mm. so here comes my father walking down the street and uh, he was drunk and I said I pointed at him that's him and I said he's drunk and he's on the sidewalk so that's, that's against the law and he's like you're right and he put him you know locked him up and wow. And uh, my mother was mortified. She's like, he's going to kill you. And uh, we went back home. I'm six of seven children. I have four older brothers, an older sister and a younger uh, sister. And when we got back, they were like, where is he? And like, whatever. I just went in my mom's room and I slept with my mom that night. And she cleaned up and she came in and she's like, why did you do that? He's going to kill you when he gets home. And I'm like, well, he ain't going to do it tonight. I'm going to sleep, you know. And it was on a Sunday. I remember it clearly. And Monday... <clears throat> it was during the summer, so we weren't going to school. So we were sitting at the table eating, and he shows up. Mm. And he asked, who, who called the cops? And I put my hand up like I was going to get free chicle, and I said, me. <laughs> wow. and, uh, and he just glared at me, and everybody was so quiet. They're, everybody was so afraid of him. And I looked at my mother, and, and she was scared. She, she, you know, she's all beat up, and she thought he was going to do something to me. And, and he just... I, I felt brave for a minute, and then it, his stare was so long, I got kind of afraid, and I looked at her, and I saw how afraid she was, and I said, you know, she's afraid of you, but I'm not. And he got furious, and he went in his room, and he come out for the rest <coughs> of the day. And then for the next four years, I was just battle with my father, and then when 
I mean, a, a lot of other stories similar to that occurred, and then by the time I was 15, they threw me out of the house because I wasn't going to tolerate being hit on, mm. spoken down to, or disrespected. Wow. So I've been like this my whole life. And that's cool. That, see, that's... You're, it just seems like your whole life has been not only... That, that 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 to me doesn't sound like a story of like an activism story. That sounds like a just you're not gonna talk to women or treat women like that. Anymore. Well, I mean, there was, and no it comes along with fighting against this system because it's a patriarchal system, yeah. right? So yeah. you're you're like built for it. Yeah, but and I'll be honest with you, historically, and if you if you study our indigenous cultures before. Women were equal to men, and we were not subservient to men. Absolutely. And, uh, so, so it wasn't until uh, later that that women weren't allowed to own property and stuff like that. But, mm. but there are many uh, tribes. Um, the organization I'm with is a, a Lakota organization, and uh, you know the, the Great Plain tribes. Um, and it's funny because my friends that got married um, uh, that that asked me to be in the organization, they they're from Pine Ridge, and, mm. and the first sweat I did was with. Um, um, uh, John Moose Camp and Sam Moose Camp, wow. um, the grandsons of a uh, sitting bull spiritual leader, and then wow. uh, Leonard Crow Dog. Crow Dog, there, yeah. Crow so um, Grandpa Crow Dog went to his property, mm -hmm. and um, Russell Means, um, I think uh, his son was their best man at their wedding. So uh, they're very tied to that community, and they're very politically engaged. And he's actually the liaison between the um, president of the United States and the tribes. Mm. So. Um, I, I don't. I met him in Philadelphia at the convention, and and just we just hit it off, and and it's just been a, an incredible experience, very cathartic, and um, did sweat, and they prepared me for war, and all that, and mm. and uh, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing, and yeah, uh, definitely different cultures, um, but they believe that we're cousins because even though my tribe's in Chihuahua, and you know, completely different types of cultures, the the, the traditions, and the, obviously, and everything's so different, but. But the same. But the same. Very tied. <laughs> yeah. Very tied for sure. And they, they, they know that, that the hikuri came from Mexico. You know, they love the hikuri. They love it. They love peyote. Right? And it came from Mexico. Yeah. So that's how we're yeah. tied together. And that's how... Not that I'm not saying that that's what we should do. I'm just saying these things that connect us so far that we don't even remember where we got it. Like, and everybody argues, no, wait a minute, we always had it. What are you talking about? It's like, no, that came from Mexico because there's a tribe there that still does it and has stories that are 5,000 years old. Yeah. That's a long time. Unless well, you come out with your 5,000-year story, 5,000-year-old story, then, and your garden that grows in, you know, if you know where to go pick it, you know, which is only one place, Viticuta, unless you grow it in your own house. Yeah. Right? So, it. I think... I want to talk a lot about it, but I, I wanted to get into like the beginning of you, and that was a that was a that was an inspiring. If you're a woman and you heard that story about her inspiration on becoming a, someone who has voice, because activism is more like 1970s term, and and she really found her voice against her father. Yeah, I know. I know that there there there's pain that comes with that. It's not like a beautiful well, it's, story. It's funny because um, well, I have a. I mean, I'm, that's nothing. I got, I got a million of them. But um, the truth is, is that I, I, and I don't, and I want to sound indifferent or cold to it, but, but I, I know that it happened, and I know it happened to me. But I, I don't, I don't feel like um, it's like something that happened a long time ago. I don't dwell on it. It doesn't hurt me. 
um, that you know, that little girl's gone. <laughs> so, yeah, no. so, but the reality is, is that uh, you know, I believe that that my childhood and and my life, the way it played out, prepared me for what I'm doing now. I, I definitely believe that because. I mean, I've met people and I've done some shit that, you know, that Candace Reed. I went to that woman's home. I, I said, I don't like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I, I sent a bunch of activists and inland air prior her information mm -hmm. to go hit her house. Nobody's doing it. I got to leave to Mexico tomorrow, but I, I, I can't leave without going to her house. Because, right. you know, and he got some people together and I drove two hours to hit her house and, and mm -hmm. do that thing. A guy comes out, one of the neighbors with a gun. Another neighbor came out, you know, very aggressive and. And cops came out in numbers, you know, and, and it's, it's always that risk. Uh, I have been assaulted. I've, I mean, uh, politically, in the Democratic Party, I'm running against the second, if not the most powerful man in the state of California. They've uh, broken into my car, put dead animals in my, in my mailbox. Um, they've banned me from the party going to events. And so I said, fuck you, I'm going to your fucking house too. And mm -hmm. protested at their houses. And um, I've been assaulted, physically assaulted, um, brutally brutally attacked by cnn and newsweek and i mean i was getting threats and stuff and it's like fuck you like i, right. I know if i like i said if you know they're, they're coming at you because you're telling the truth because if what i was saying wasn't true or was meaningless or whatever they wouldn't sweat me but the fact is, is they, that i'm a big threat so they spend a lot of money attacking me and you know to defeat they, me they literally went godfather on you and put dead animals in your mailbox that's godfather <laughs> shit <laughs> That reminds well, me of the scene of the horse, the yeah. dead horse. Yeah. Well, I want to ask you the the, the politics in, in all this. Like, why did you decide to get into politics? Because it, as far as I'm concerned, they're all corrupt, Zero. Well, you, you don't have to get into politics, but politics is into you. Everything you do, the air you breathe, the water you drink, everything that you do from the Internet, what it costs you, these lights, who's who's controlling your water, the, the picking up your trash – Every politician is involved in that, and somebody's making a dollar off that. So, so the less you're involved, trust me, everybody's involved in your shit. They're involved in every aspect of your life. And I, 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 I've, I've said this many times. I've been criticized, especially by the Chicanos, because, you know, I'm in a Democratic Party. I'm not revolutionary enough. Those motherfuckers control the state. They control everything. So you, you could not get involved, but you're let, literally letting them run everything. I'm, I'm not here because I want to I want to spend my life, you know, protesting and doing this shit. I'm here to take power. We don't have power. And that's the problem. No fucking Chicano runs any fucking city, any county, any state. We don't run shit. We're 40 percent of the state and we have no fucking power. And that's ridiculous. We could pick literally we could pass any piece of legislation, pick the fucking governor we wanted. But we don't organize and we don't do what we need to do. I mean, even indigenous people, how many uh, tribes here in uh, California that aren't even recognized? Tribal people do not, I mean, the Constitution does not apply to them. People don't even know that. So you, so what what motivated you to start not just contributing, but actually participating and play on the poker table, if you know what I mean, right? So injustice. what was the transition between being a spectator in the poker table to, like, actually saying, hey, look, I want to start playing my cards in this? Well, I mean, I was with it on when that shit went down. I mean, we, I was raising my kids and... and, and um, you know, they grew up and they're grown and I got grandkids and and uh, I was in a very white suburbia neighborhood. I was the only single Latina in this very affluent white neighborhood. And I'm like, my kids are grown. There's no reason for my brown ass to be up here. And I moved back down and, and got involved in, in uh, politics with, with Heron and the Bernie Sanders campaign. And 
Compton for Bernie was everywhere. We were being invited everywhere. The campaign was allowing us passes to get in, you know, floor and whatever. Um, we were being asked to go to events. And, and you know, I was in Philadelphia. Heron had a, you know, his path went somewhere else. And and um, I saw how when things went down. I protested, you know, walked four miles with Black Lives Matter. I mean, it was mayhem outside. Homeland Security was everywhere. And on TV, all you saw was like a fucking Disney special with Lenny Kravitz and... Katy Perry and fucking balloons and shit. And for those that uh, don't know, uh, this is during the 2016, 2016 campaign convention yeah. in Philly when uh, Hillary was announced as the winner, even though Bernie was the actual winner. And so outside there was a huge protest, and she was. Part I mean, of the that. whole city, well, the whole city. I, well, well, there's a lot to absorb so here. There's a lot to absorb yeah. here, right? Zero, so what, I, I want to hear what Zero has to say. So because I guess I guess what Armando's asking, and if I, you know, we spent a lot of time together, you know, and. I think we've always challenged colonialism on this show, mm -hmm. right? And the perspective of colonialism, right? And so that's why I was asking at the beginning of the show. Mm -hmm. Things have changed since mm -hmm. the times of taking over a building, protesting, joining a political system that was built to dismantle you. Well, I, I don't, I don't, I, okay, so when I say times have changed, I think that people are more aware and the information is spread a lot faster, but I do not believe that, I mean. I think, I, I, I think times have changed in the sense that we're not only studying the old protest of 1970 anymore. Mm -hmm. We're, we're trying to, um, as people who don't agree with colonialism, don't mm -hmm. agree with land theft don't agree with rape mm -hmm. we're we're reorganizing that understanding of sticking it to the man mm -hmm. and i and and i and i'm not only talking about los angeles or mexico or mexico has billions of protests all the time mm -hmm. right and uh, they're still poor and they still have issues what i started studying was in china during this early stages of of corona that there was a protest movement happening there. Mm -hmm. And that protest movement was nothing like the 70s or the 60s protest or taking over a building. It was actually driving the system crazy because of their techniques. Mm -hmm. And they were called Be Water. And it was after a Bruce Lee saying, and so it was an interview that Bruce Lee was doing and he oh. was talking about being water. Yes. like. The water is so powerful because when you pour it into the cup, it becomes the cup. If you pour it into a pot, it becomes the pot. So then that protest movement went, that's it. Let's be water. If they're going to do this, we're going to do that. So what they started doing was joining at parks and airdropping everybody the next location. So then one location was just a meetup. So the cops are all setting up their barricades and all that. And then all of a sudden, everybody leaves, and they run to the state, the bus station, the metro, and they get on the metro, and they go to their next destination where they're real pro. But the cops are trying to break down this area, mm -hmm. and they're trying to get to that area. But by the time they got to that area, they already airdropped other information, and we're gone, and we're at another area. So we did something similar. Uh, a lot of people were actually checking in that they were in Standing Rock. Mm -hmm. So people all over the country were saying that they were in Standing Rock, when in fact they weren't. Mm -hmm the cops out um those are those are uh, really valid tactics and and um see the, the my my position is is that 
I'm, I'm, I'm all for any tactic that's going to disrupt the system and, and uh, bring attention to the issues that, that matter to us. So um, the fact that I'm in the most powerful committee in the, the Democratic Party and I'm an elected member, you know, and I'm running for office against the most powerful man in the state of California and I'm showing up at his house protesting late at night with the light in his window. I mean, these are all tactics that, I mean, it's, a, it's, it's all of it. It's all of it. It's all of it It's necessary. And... And, um, well, I agree but with there, that. But there's a certain curriculum, and you have to follow protocol, and you have to play by their rules. Am I right, Heron? Well, yes and no. So uh, to answer your question, too, what got her into this? So we, we met uh, early on in 2016 with Bernie campaign, and we had the grassroots Compton for Bernie. Um, we actually uh, broke the record of getting the most people registered in the city of Compton than any time before that, including Obama's two terms. The reason I don't have the actual number is because I didn't keep count because we were not doing it to break record. We were not doing it to like, just getting people we we're out. just getting it out there. But every time I would show up to the uh, Norwalk County where they register all the, all the new registrations, mm. it was a pack. It was like boxes. And they're like, you know, you've broke the record, right? And I'm like, what record? The most people registered in Compton. Like we, you've shown us what both terms of Obama put together. Wow. Yeah. Very and we're heavy. just like. Whatever, we just want Bernie, you know. Yeah. And when we went, I went to Nevada, and I think you went too, right? To Nevada for, uh, to be a, I'm not sure if you went that time, but I went to Nevada to be a, a an observer when they're, like, doing the caucus. Oh, yeah. And we saw firsthand that Bernie had more votes. But then when you turn on the TV, Hillary went. Like, what the fuck? Okay, yeah. so let's stop there. This is what I'm talking about is that even though as hard as we try, as hard as we try, they, 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 they pull it out, on, they put the fucking constitution right on the table and they say, look, everybody's, everybody's a part of this. And it's really not. It's really not that. You know, maritime law, admiralty law, the, the registration of you as a birth certificate, being a corporation, um, giving all of your life 52 percent of your income that goes to a debt to we don't know who which we do know which is the queen of england right that's where the fifth that's where the irs money goes to and that's proven that's not a conspiracy theory that's the truth well so I mean, what i'm trying to say is that we have this worker mentality and we feel like the system can be cracked when we really don't even know the way the system is structured in terms of since the time we went into the Federal Reserve's banking system. Mm -hmm. we, need, we need to really delve into that. I would have joined 20,000 protest-like, energy-like things to study maritime law, admiralty law, and the registration of a human being because that human being has to be um, willing to give fifty-two percent of his salary for the well, rest of his life. What we need to study is is the treaties, the the you know four hundred and sixty what sixty-seven treaties that have been broken. What we need to study is the Treaty of Hidalgo. 
we need to start using uh, our our power as indigenous people instead of joining people, their system uh, and well well no because because the bottom line is they have that power and they're the ones that can make the decisions to change they only it. have the power because we never challenge it yeah, well, and but, well but that's the point is i feel that i'm challenging that power within their system you could you could say whatever you want at the end of the day is they control everything so oh yeah and, well, the, and the purpose yeah. is we got to take that power and there's different ways of doing that so so i'm i'm and that's what I'm bringing so up. So what's the is, point is, of... Is the... the, the it's kind of like we we're, we all play with a deck of cards, right? Mm -hmm. There's one deck of cards, but you have several games in that deck of cards. Mm -hmm. We keep playing the fucking same game. Yeah. We keep going, so... No, we're going to beat them at poker, but they're really good poker players. Yeah. Really, right? Yeah. So, oh, you want to play me poker? All right, fuck it. Come on, sit down right here. So, yeah, I'm going to show you how insignificant you are. I'm going to show you. I'm not even going to invite you to a political party that you're registered in that's supposed to have your back. And, my, and that's my, my point is I'm not I'm I'm not trying to challenge you. No, 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 no. And I love you. I, I love your work. I believe in anybody who feels like they're doing something to free the seven generations from a perpetual slavery brought on by Pope Nicholas II by drawing up the doctrine of discovery and shoving it down our throats forever and ever that we don't even challenge it. We can challenge it. And yeah, we can. We as a Nahuac descendants who have made treaties with Tessawansuyu, our pyramids last now. They last longer than any document any European has brought That's here right. or any system. So we don't rely on that system. That system is the best system. That's the system we need to run to and Put in our hearts and run with it and challenge maritime law and challenge IMLT law with sovereign voices. That's the way I feel we put it to the, to the wettles. And, 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 okay, so this is my, uh, and I'm, I'm going to go back to the Chicanoism because the, the, the thing with Chicanoism is, is uh, there's this like a contest of who's more of a communist and who's more like left and whatever. And, I, you know, people like ask me, well, what are you? You know, are you communist or socialist or Leninist, whatever? I'm just me. Like, I'm not trying to... You could label me whatever the fuck you want. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, I have a goal. I have a, a vision. And I, 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 uh, I'm I, driven by basically my fucking rage. And that's what I do what I do. Because I'm pissed off all the time. Because um, uh, if you're not, I'll get sad. And then I'm useless. So <laughs> <laughs> so we can't go that route. But but the reality is is that we got to work within the system. So we could talk about abstracts and whatever, the, whatever you want. Whether it's uh, Aslan... Or whatever, but we got to work within the confines of the system, and we got to fight that, this that's, system. That's the problem I have, though, and I hate to cut you off, but Aslan is not abstract. Aslan well, is real. Well, well if we study okay, it, okay, if we so, follow it. So, but but then you got to think of, of the tribes that are here and 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 the Wait, sovereignty the, well, of those specific well, tribes. Well, first let's define because you might be thinking one Aslan and you might be talking of another Aslan. Absolutely. So let's let's Absolutely. define which one you're talking. Okay, about. my Aslan, you can't find on the map. There we go. Okay, so why why so, can't you find it on a map? Because I don't believe in maps. Right, so what maps I'm, were what brought I'm by here. Europeans to distinguish territories, mm -hmm. create false borders, and create an illusion in your mind to say this person owns this piece of land. Okay, when our indigenous people who walked on this land never had a map. That's right. Try to find a map in the Mayas. Try to find the map in the Toltecs. Try to find the map in the Hopis. Yeah. Actually, find just, just to answer that question, one of the earliest maps uh, drawn by the Spaniards, they actually did have Aztlán, and where it's now, um, it's over there by Utah. It's one of the earliest maps. And then when the U.S. took over that property, they took it out. 
They took in in the original Spanish map, es ser Aztlán, and es ser the the land of the Aztecs. Which is my point. Who drew the map? Right. Fucking Spaniard. Right. See, we get into this concept of colonialism and education and maps and their fucking bullshit when we were very spiritually rooted. We were into 260-day calendars, strict following of energies, understanding a 72-minute, 18-minute increments in one 24 hours of day. We were science and the unknowing, not science to know, science and the unknowing. And we need to dig back deep into those systems of governance to challenge this system of governance. And, well, and, and, and I want to I, I say this, this is why the show, and I, I want to say this, this is why the show is so special because Maria, like, I, I consider you, I see you as an elected official. I saw these margins, you know, according to Heron and yourself, you know, you were running against people that had multi-million dollar advertising budgets, you know, maybe hundreds of million dollars in support. I just, you know, that's, that's where I'm getting at, right? Like. For someone like myself, I'm always trying to find a solution from the politician. And for years, ever since I was a child, they've always treated me like shit and they've never solved any anything whatsoever. Mm. So what's going to convince me that anyone's going to make a difference, right? Because with this whole Boney, uh, Bernie bullshit, like I went to a Bernie rally. I saw 20,000 people there. You can't convince me he didn't have a, 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 a base. Yeah. Well, but yet someone else wins, right? Yeah, no, I well, agree. Well, actually, she could get into detail of that, of how California, how that went in and how that went about in California. So yeah. she was actually there. But before we get there, you want to finish your point on Aslan? So Because he gave well, his point. Okay, oh, yeah. so uh, uh, I don't disagree with you. Um, the thing is, is that I have a more sense of uh, urgency uh, I'm from Southeast LA. We're mo- one of the most environmentally terrorized uh, areas in the country. I agree. So my people don't have uh, clean air, clean water, um, contaminated, tens of thousands of homes, con- people contaminated with lead. You look up the effects of lead on children. Uh, USC did a study uh, on the baby teeth. It's called the baby tooth stu- study. Mm. And uh, 100% of those baby teeth have lead in them. And if you know what lead does to a child, those kids are going to have behavior problems, learning issues. So this is generational genocide that's going to happen, that, that's going to affect. They, they, they allowed that fucking company to function for 33 years without a fucking permit. You can't even fucking have a nail salon without a fucking permit. But yet the DTSC, the Cal OSHA, Department of Public Health, EPA, AQMD, all these environmental organizations that these fuckers tell you that are here to protect us knew they were fucking poisoning us. But what the fuck do they care? Because it's just a bunch of brown people, right? So they contaminated these families. People have cancer. There's clusters of families. One block, eight people have cancer. Uh, You know, these kids can't learn. What happens when kids get in, in... you know, can't learn and, and have trouble with beha- their behavior. They get into drugs, they get in jail, girls get pregnant. It's just a cycle of shit. Yes. And they, they let these fuckers do this to us. They fucking, the, the, the U.S. attorney had to come in and shut down. Not the environmental agencies. Nobody, none of those fuckers did it. The U.S. attorney did it because the people in the community stood up and told them to shut it down. That shit goes from, from all the way Maywood, Cudahy, all the way to Boyle Heights out yeah. in East L.A. And, and, and they let that fucking company go off. Nobody got charged with shit. They, they, in 2015, they said, you, you have to do this, this, and this, or we're going to go after you. 
They waited. My attorney, my fucking attorney was calling them, emailing them, sending letters. He's a big shot fucking attorney telling them, you know, what are you going to do about this? These people need to be criminally charged. They filed bankruptcy. <coughs> they left that fucking building. It's it's literally the state of California is responsible. They've already spent $274 million fucking dollars to clean that up, haven't done dick. The $3,000, the 3,000 homes that they've done are still contaminated. And then they wrote a bill for another four hundred something dollars. You know what the four hundred and seventy, four hundred fifty million dollars to clean up. So you know, you know the the companies uh, that that have that. You know how they treat our people. They they hire our people to clean it up, and they treat them like trash. They don't even pay them what what the the uh, DTSC. There's I've a actually, contract. I've actually been on a job. I was on a. Uh, I'm certified for hazard <coughs> cleaning, and I was on a job once. And I'm union. I get paid really well. Mm-hmm. And it was so bad that cleanup that they. They subcontracted outside union Correct. and they brought in this other people. Correct. And they were brown guys, 18, 19 years old. And I asked him, how much are you getting paid, bro? He's like 10 bucks an hour. Yep. And he was real happy about it. He's like, I just got this job. He's like, well, fuck it. I'm going to clean this shit up. I'm like, $10 an hour. I didn't want I didn't have the heart to tell him and how I much. I'm you, getting paid to watch him But clean. the contract with those contractors through the state is the, the, the minimum that they're supposed to pay is they're paying him a fraction. And that's actually mm-hmm. fraud. Yeah. So so they're they're fucking us. I mean, they fucked us doing it what they did. Yes. They're not properly cleaning it up. They're paying these asshole contractors. And these are not people from our neighborhood. These are outside people who were told that were criminals, <coughs> that were gangbangers. By the way, uh, back but, to your point of lead. lead. There was a study done. This interested me because I grew up in Compton. There was a study done. Lead was the, the main reason for poor exam uh, results in, in neighborhoods in the hood. And the houses built... Back in the day, they had all lead paint. So if you ever lived in a house and the, and the paint is coming off, and you're a little kid, right? You're going to play with it and shit. That lead contaminates your ability to learn. And then you go to school and you don't feel like functional. And then they, you know, now, like she said, imagine, it's a cycle. Now imagine that it's saturated. There are some areas that the, the lead is so bad that it's it's at the lev- lev- high, high, high levels. There was a woman who was on the call because I was on these calls when that company is trying to file bankruptcy. I waited five hours to speak. She says, I was in China. I'm studying, you know, she's a scientist. She's from Southeast LA. She goes, they call Southeast LA Cancer Alley. Yeah. If you look at the 10 most contaminated cities in all of the United States, Exide has had plants in five of those fucking cities. This government knew what they were doing to us. Yes. This government allowed it. I would sue the fuck out of the state of California. Well, the same thing right. happened like, recently. With but but this is this is what I, I explained earlier, and, and I'm sure Zero, you could agree with me on this. You know, isn't the whole point of this whole political bullshit is like it's for the people by the people, right? That's the illusion they give. That's the right illusion. there, right? Well, the purpose. So of so if we lived in a in a real reality, right, Zero, for all these cities are corrupted and poisoned with lead and this and that, this and that. If it was uh, if it was really for the people by the people. They would get dragged out. They would get beaten and possibly killed. Well, see, but that's that's the purpose of what I'm saying to you is, is that we have people, not our people, controlling our communities. Mm -hmm. So why the fuck aren't we like, let's say I I run for assembly. That's one seat. I have eight cities under me. Each city has a city council, a school board, you know, Mm -hmm. all of Mm -hmm. water board. So we need to start taking over our fucking communities. We need to start taking control of our water, our resources. You know how much money goes into these fucking cities and they're half that fucking budget. Like, why are we protesting, you know, police brutality? Why aren't we taking over our cities, controlling those fucking Mm -hmm. budgets and reducing Mm -hmm. the budgets for the cops? I mean, there's a lot of things we could be doing, but we're not. So we could talk about Aslan and we could talk about this and that. But uh, my concern is what's happening right now to my community, to the people in my community. When I sit there and I talk to I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because 
this is white supremacy. Well, I know it is. I this know is, it is white supremacy, and, and it doesn't never, have to be white you'll never, people. You'll never, you'll never see a, a panel of of. I'll even go as far as say as far as to say this: you'll never see a panel of even white, like fucking good-hearted, um, environmentally sound people, because it's not based on that. It's based on an illusion. That's what I'm trying to bring out: is that. The United States is based on an illusion. Oh, I don't disagree with that, but the reality. But, that, but, but we're the reality, trying. But we're I'm trying to reality in my community. That's my concern right now. That's that's the reality in your community has to rely on the people in your community communicating together, finding um, sake, uh, holistic remedies through plant medicine. No, together. I'm talking about overthrowing each city, each sit, each seat. There's I, no we, well, we that. A, that that to me is like uh, absolutely uh, overthrowing them. Trying to, I, I just don't feel like it's it's a practical understanding because 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 I'm telling you that they're the ones that are giving the contracts whether it's picking up your water, absolutely. who's getting your water to your city, all of those things are controlled by the city councils. The president of the United States doesn't decide that shit. The people in your own community that live absolutely. in your cities, I think and so I, those are the people that I, we need to go. I at. agree. I agree that you should try your best I, to. I and think to I see, and a lot seats, of people to don't even know seats, about that. To take those seats yeah. that 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 make those decisions. But you got to remember, it's kind of like this COVID thing, right? The government put out a big bag of money. Boom. Anyone who gets a positive COVID test, you get $10,000. Anyone who gives a vaccine, you get $20,000. Anyone who dies of COVID, you get $30,000. It's the same bullshit. So what I'm saying to you is when that government gives the money, who's controlling that money? Because somebody's controlling that money. And That's, the people my that are controlling That's my point. That's my point. So what the, I'm saying to you the is the players that, that, the that they, gives, they put there... The players they put there to control that money because it's an illusion that you're getting this money. Well, right? but, 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 see, it's not but the fact is, is that there are people in those positions who do not have the, the community's best interest. Absolutely. So that's the whole purpose is what I'm saying is what I'm we saying is that you can't replace them because they're put there for a reason. No, and that's what I'm saying. We but do she's need showing, to replace she, them. Let, let me intervene a little bit because I see that you both agree, but I see that uh, and this is my opinion. Sure. I see that you see it too far away for us to actually take over. And she's telling you it's not that far away. And let me bring up some numbers. Her first time running, 2018, and I showed this before the show to uh, Armando. Absolutely. Her first time running, no political experience, just coming out of grassroots political experience, just like me. And she ran against the second or, or you know, undercover, most powerful Democrat in, the, in California. In California being one of the most powerful states in the United States. Yeah. Alex Padilla? And... No, no, no. But no. I protested his but fucking yeah, house. Yeah, we'll get into him later. But uh, uh, Anthony Rendon, he's an assembly Anthony. member who single-handedly stopped universal uh, health care in California. We would all be benefiting right now with free health care if it wasn't for him. So then she decided, well, fuck this guy. I'm going to go after him. And she ran against him. She came within a 10-point marge, margin. He is backed up by the whole Democratic Party. For the whole Democratic Party. I'm talking about the people that put Hillary... The ones that corrupted the whole National Democratic Party and put Hillary, he's backed up by them. He's backed up by millions of dollars. And she came in within 10 points. Grassroots. But four again, four again. Oh, <laughs> four points. Sorry. It sounds four like points. it was it was sounds like it was predetermined. Yeah, it sounds like, oh well, let's just show them that they maybe could have won. But they didn't. And and I get it. I, I, look, don't get me wrong, guys. You guys are kick-ass organizers. You guys are kicking information to a community. That may be ignorant to a big multinational corporation that's fucking up their environment. What I'm trying to tell you guys 
is that the United States is built on an illusion. Supposedly, it was built off the Arawak Indians that they saw a fair and biased council and they were voted on and they wanted to be like that, right? Right. What they didn't tell you was that that council, the reason they voted for that person was because he was the most honest person you could ever meet. He it's was the fairest person. He distributed everything fairly amongst everyone. That's why he got to sit in that council. That's why everybody went, raised their hand to say, hey, yeah, him. The native council. In terms to, of the to, native, to, back yes. before right. the European right. perspective. Yes. So they hijacked that idea and they right. go... Oh, well, I'm a politician and I'm a good guy and I'm going to I'm going to change shit and I'm going to do things for you. And then, and then you go, OK, well, let's fucking put him there. And he's not. He has no integrity. Right. Yes, he he's never distributed. You're describing well. Biden. Well, the, the, the re- <laughs> you're yeah, describing but, Biden. No, but the reality is it's 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 a lot of I mean, that's another thing. Like everybody was so relieved Biden went and everybody was telling me I got to get rid of Trump. I firmly believe that we had a better chance of getting more money out of the government distribution of money for the for, during this pandemic. And we had a better chance of getting health care if Trump were still in office. So you could say whatever you want about the way he talked. Biden's a piece of shit. Look at the immigration issue. We could talk about it any went number up. Of issues. It actually went up. Yeah, he's he's horrific. His numbers are horrific. Uh, he's a the- fascist. Yeah, no, yeah, but, but what, but what no, I'm saying that, to you is, is that there's we we have this illusion that that it, these these people are 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 somehow one's better than the other. The whole system is rotten. The whole fucking system. Yeah. And what I'm saying is, we as a people need to organize within our communities properly and smartly and outmaneuver these people so can, we can take over these city councils. My goal is not only to get myself elected, to take over every seat of every city council and every school board and every water board within Southeast LA so we could say that we control this area and we took it from these fucking and it is, Democratic Party. And so it is possible. That, that, and it is possible. We've seen, is, people, is we've seen people get elected. We have a few friends who got elected. We ha- we, we, I do. I've met people and yes. get people elected. I don't just try to get myself elected. We don't got money. So yeah. I'll walk for you and I'll help you yes. and you walk for me and I'll help me. And, and that's the thing is we got to work with each the other the bigger problem is that some then flipped on us some then said yeah i'm, yeah. You know, I'm with the people and then they got in and they sold out that's, that's one of point. the that's, that's one of the problems point. yeah but that, liars. That's, that's liars that, that's, gonna, but, that's gonna happen regardless that's, that's gonna happen no regardless. but that's my point is that they're the biggest fucking liars in the world since they stepped on the shore, anybody who yeah, but, comes... Yeah, but we're not talking about white no, people. No, what no, I'm no. saying... that I'm not talking about white people either. I'm not talking yeah. about white people either. I'm talking about their philosophy. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. The well, first you, time they stepped on the shore, they brought a philosophy of lying for power. Correct. That yeah. will never change because we've been doing that for so long and we believe... Like, I remember when Obama got uh, elected... The first fucking, that's when El Vu broke. And we were like, oh, the pale horse and fucking revolution and this and that. And everybody's all, calm down, bro. Fucking Obama, bro. We're fucking the black president. <laughs> what the fuck you talking about? And we're going, dude. What a piece of we're shit. Telling, we're, we're, we're going, we're telling everybody in the crowd. Armando was there at fucking the Roxy and shit. We're telling everybody in the crowd. You were at the Roxy? Is, yeah, we played the Roxy. So oh, with Karis One, so my first concert was ever in my my life was at the Roxy. No way. Yeah, Lakeside and a Zap. But so we're at the Roxy telling people, while Obama's in office, this is the most racist system to ever live in. Look what they've done to the Native Americans, and look at how they treat everybody. And what did, everybody's like, well, "You're fucking crazy, bro. Racism is over." <laughs> <laughs> 
racism is over. Yeah. But we thought, we thought <laughs> for a little bit. For, we got a black president. Yeah. It's done. It's yeah, done. it's like we, Cops we are still hit, murdering yeah. black and brown people. We yeah. hit the mountaintop, and and they didn't know that that Obama signed the Trans-Pacific Partnership. He's horrible. He's that horrible. shit. You know what? The Trans-Pacific Partnership was pretty much letting every multinational corporation outside yeah. of the yeah. U.S. come in here and buy whatever they want, yeah. make whatever rules they want, and if anybody protests, guess what? The government has to pick up the bill. Well, that yeah. wasn't the worst right. thing he did. The worst thing he did was his campaign ran on he was going to go after the GMOs. That was his, what made him big. I don't know if you know, but you, know, you should. I of course, really follow too much, but yeah. But you're a nutritionist, right? Yeah, yeah. So GMOs is genetically Absolutely. modified. Absolutely. Uh, so then he, year one, flips completely. Not only doesn't go after GMOs, he protects Monsanto mm-hmm. and makes it into law that any activist that goes into Monsanto and tries to film what they're doing will get hit with a big-ass felony. So that's right my, there and then year that, one. That's that, when I, I opened my eyes like, oh, shit. That's my point. That my point is See, Lopez has got Lo, Mr. Lopez right there. Is it more racism or classism? Classism is, is correct. It is classism. It's 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 more than that. It's more than that. Well, it's white that. supremacy. Yeah. Well, uh, it's white supremacy. We've everybody talks shit about Nazi Germany. Everyone well, talks shit about Nazi Germany. But this was indigenous land. You got fucking torn away from your family. You got your land stolen from. You got put into concentration camps. You're so far fucked up, you don't even know who you are. And I'm talking to myself. Right. I think well, we all so don't know. Well, I don't you know, know that Hitler fuck. got his, his yeah. methods so, of, of what he did to the, to the Jews from what the Americans did to the yet, Native Americans. Yet, yet, people don't realize that, that. That's how he got his ideas yes. from what, what the white people did to the indigenous well, people on this yeah. land. Maria and... and yeah, and yeah wait, wait, wait. Yeah. yeah. We're the land of the free. Absolutely. Right. And civil rights. And Martin Luther King. And, 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 and everything's all good. Shit, Obama's the president. Shit, racism's over, bro. <laughs> that shit cracks. I think, I think as, a, as a whole, we're past that, though. Um, something that's been flowing around the internet lately that I didn't see in years prior. Uh, MLK Day just passed, right? And you would always see the big, you know, the dream stuff. Now, what's passing around social media, especially on TikTok, is what he wrote about indigenous people. Did you ever read what MLK no, wrote? No, Did never. You? you? No. So, it's interesting. He said in his late, latest days that we should learn from what happened here before enslaved people were brought. Because everything that they're fighting for was already taken away from indigenous people, from the people of the land. And he said this, and he's mm-hmm. like, we should learn from that. That's the urgency right there. Because if they took their stuff, like how are we even planning to get our lip? Like, liberation yeah liberation so if these people haven't been liberated so about mm. about learning about a, a situation like that like maria you just recently ran for a, a public uh office right if i'm not mistaken In 2020 uh, 2020 yeah. right it was a district it was uh, assembly member yeah, right and i saw these margins right so we have a packed house we have a head on here um zeros here Obviously, there's always a solution to a problem, right? The margin was so tight. What do we all need to do? What What do you feel like you need to do if you decide to run again to actually win this vote? Well, I mean, because you're you're you guys are telling me this guy had multi millions of dollars and this and this and that. And Maria, from what I'm mistaken, like you probably spent only a few thousand dollars. Um. Um. 
I spent eighteen thousand dollars the first time, which I thought was a lot of money. So how? The second time was thirty. How can we get the money that he gets and pump it oh, into we can. your it campaign? It ain't about money. No. It ain't about money. So what's the solution then? Uh, okay, so what's so, the solution? So I, I'm, I'm going to tell you. Money could only buy you so much, mm-hmm. and when you're out in your community and you're talking to people and you listen to the pain in their voice, the fear, the the uncertainty, that does something to you, and 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 it does. I mean, when I speak, I'm not speaking because I read some shit somewhere. It's because I've been in the community. I talk to my people. I know what's going on. You could be full of, you know, have all the money in the world, but if you don't, you don't connect with your community, you're going to lack that. So the fact that he has to literally, we were getting flyers every other day attacking me about all kinds of shit, all kinds of shit. And the, I mean, literally, there's a picture of Trump and a picture of me. I mean, that's how far it went where he did everything he could to attack me. And... And I, you know, I mean, I had Jake. I'm Tapper. sure it was a team of people trying. Yeah, to he has well, a whole but team. I mean, he has he well because he has the resources yeah, to do that. So, so he could do whatever he wants, and he could say what he wants. But I know what the truth is and the ra- the reality of what's going on. So, how could a man who who asked for the vote for a community that's environmentally terrorized, where they know their kids are sick and you know cancer and asthma and all of these issues that are going on? to deny people healthcare, something so simple that, that literally would have saved the state of California $37 billion a year, tens of thousands of people. We're in the middle of a fucking pandemic and these fuckers still can't give, get us uh, healthcare. I mean, literally, people are going to die and we'll continue to die because these pigs aren't going to give us what we want. So, so this guy is so disgusting and he's never used his power ever to help that fucking community. And people don't realize it and you have to be out in your community, talking to your community, representing what you feel you could do for that community. I want I want to connect two things. One, because I, I do see Zero's point. Anthony Rendon, who, who is who we're talking about, he represents that illusion that you talk about. Okay. He represents the, col- the colonizers and the colonizers' illusion. The people that vote for him are people that are deeply colonized, go to work, they're happy, they're contempt, and they're like, you know what, I like, things are good for me, I don't need to shake this up, I don't need this radical Maria Estrada. I'm going to vote for Anthony Rendon, right? The people that came out and voted for her are the real people, the people hurting, the people that do have a nine-to-five, but they're still hurting. They, they have, you know, other problems, healthcare problems. They're not doing as good as the people that voted for Anthony. Now, if we could get the rest of the people that are hurting but don't know about politics or don't know that their vote counts, don't know that their voice does count at the end of the day, if we could get those people to come out, she wins by a huge margin. But we have to change the mentality, and this is where I might disagree with you or you may disagree with me. We have to change the mentality that we cannot beat the system within the system. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Because although uh, Hillary won over Bernie, even though Bernie you know, won in real numbers, I'm going to give you the reason why, he, why this happened. When Hillary won, people took Hillary to court. The, no, they took a Dem- Democratic Party to court. It came out in the court that when it comes to a national campaign they decide they decide it's a the dmc which is the democratic party it's a private entity they it's a corporation yeah it's a corporation so like a company so they want to name a president of their company they name it the vote is just like hey who would you like but we're going to name who we want that's when it comes to a national vote but within your community and this is what bernie was teaching us the whole time if you listen to his campaign and all his his talk, it's not about me, it's about you. It's about you. You run for something. Because when it comes to the smaller seats, we can elect our people. The DMC does not control that. What they control is the money, 
the advertisement, the and the, the choice. No, they only have that when it comes to to president election, but they don't have that in in cities uh, government. They don't have that in assembly. Hold on, let's 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 stop because the truth is, Hillary was the prime example of. What we're talking but it about. came out in the court case, and that's why it was so important to push for Bernie because it pushed them to then bring out their cards. But Bernie, like Bernie they, didn't even stand up for himself. He didn't if have Bernie to. was he so for to. his movement and his messaging, I just don't see how he ended up backing her up. Maybe he was forced up against because a wall. There's a book he wrote. He put a gun to his there, head. There's a book he wrote, and in that book, the first page, if you read that book, the first page, he says that what got him into politics, he had to learn something really important. That how do they work, right? Study them before you even get in. And he said, they literally are playing chess and we're all pawns. So you have to play chess. You have to play long term. Not He wasn't running for him. He was running so he can show us it's possible to get them to fear. Zero, would you ever run for politics? Absolutely not. There's no, Actually, there's, there's video of me saying exactly what you're saying. Like, I never fucking run for never, office. Never, like, never, never, no, never. No, no, no. Ne- I if, if someone I, approached you and said, look, Zero, we have an opportunity to actually shake up the system within. My answer would be I can't function within colonial systems. I can't function under. Well, you actually are functioning within a colonial system. That's that's how we're functioning now. I mean, this is capitalist, imperialist, colonial system. Yeah, but I can't. I can't no, put on. I can't put on the white wig and the fucking whole thing, you know, because it's just not going to happen. I do it within my own sovereign understanding. I mean, I have a superfood smoothie company. The only thing I use is their fiat currency because it's legal, right? But other than that, I I function outside of any colonial perspective. I can't do it within the system because the system was designed to make anyone. (laughs) The doctrine of discovery is the same thing as manifest destiny. Well, see what I'm going to say to you. This is is what happened when they were when they were in the 13, the 13 original. They wanted more land. So they had to justify that's yeah. right. how to do that. Yeah. Well, how the fuck do they do that? Well, then let's read it in the fucking books. The now Europeans, the Europeans came over here right. and they said fucking uh, um, doctrine of discovery. And oh, wait, that shit sounds a lot like fucking manifest destiny. Yeah. So we're going to run with this bullshit. All them motherfuckers. Kill them. We're both we're both well aware of manifest destiny and and, and it's still in existence. But see, none yes. of that's going to help my people in my community right yeah. now. Absolutely will. Yeah. So I'm, absolutely I'm, will. I'm talking about right now what's happening, and I assure you that learning about that, and I'm all about educating okay. people and giving people that knowledge. This is why. But it's, but it's not gonna it's not gonna help my people in my community. And and to me, we have to take more aggressive tactics, whether it's going to politicians' homes or or these contractors. And I mean, well, I let's do, speak I do about that. Hold on, let's speak about that because we do need to put in i think both sides matter right because i did use uh doctrine of discovery and when i was in colorado sweating with lakota and i used it against the cops to have them leave the property because they were trying to uh, stop us from sweating and and you know doing mm-hmm. ceremony and i used the doctrine of discovery to the cop to tell him that's the only fucking reason you could even stand here and he didn't know he didn't know enough about it so he walked away and left now it's important to know right but also it's important to what you're saying now you literally drove out the, the somebody from ICE talk about that because that is what we're after as well. That does changes the community so, today. So the director of ICE, um, um, you know, I found out you know who he was and I found got his name and and it turns out he was living in Long Beach and I'm like, well, fuck. So uh, DSA Long Beach was having a, a protest at the ICE building 
the immigration building on a Saturday. Nobody's there. So, you know, we went to um, uh, Harvey Milk Park and then walked over, and then they did, like, a little press release, press conferencing, and walked back, and I'm like, all right, cool. So, actually, I'm going to go to the director of ICE's house, and I'm going to protest outside his house. Anybody want to come with me? So we had, like, you know, 20 people. So, like, we'll go. And so we showed up at his house, and he was home. And um, scared shitless and shut his windows, and we were out there. Um, cops and I and I had already like scoped out the house and I always do that because I, I don't want anybody to get you know locked in a lot of these are in cul-de-sac so I tell people what direction to park the quickest way to get out of the area you know whatever and sure enough the cops came blocked in the cul-de-sac and um, and uh, I told the cops you're gonna have the, you know history's gonna write about what's happening in these detention centers that's a genocide what's happening in those detention yes, centers you know, to concentration camps con now. That's, that's, what, that's concentration exactly what they are. Camps. I said, and, and you're going to be on the side of the fascists over here, or are you going to be on the side of, the, of what's right? Because it doesn't matter. You can't say you were just doing the, your fucking job because the Nazis, like Nazis, just, yeah. Nazis just say they were just doing their jobs too. Yeah. So anyway, we did a, you know, a few protests. We brought some mariachis, danzantes, uh, <laughs> fucking taco trucks, and aguas frescas. And he sold his house and he moved. And uh, Wait, he had a hard time selling his house, right? Yeah, well, yeah, he was losing like they were having to drop the ho the pro you know the the value of the house every month because it wasn't selling and you know. So whatever. that right there, that tactic, is what works. Now that reminds me when I started in Lakota, I started with an elder who was next to uh, Dennis Banks and and the original aim. Mm -hmm. Now, I didn't know this until she told me in, in the sweat that it, the protest they had aim had in 1970 mm -hmm. to the federal government to change that, you know, make it legal to have ceremony. It was it was uh, Dennis Banks and uh, the other guy. Crow Dog. Yes. Leonard Crow Dog. That said, who's with us? Because we're going to, might get shot, we might get killed, we might get arrested, but who's with us? There was thousands, she told me there was thousands in the protest, but when it came to really, like, having ceremony, like, breaking the law, only seven went up there, and she was one of the seven. And that's the tactics, and that's the, the goal, that you have to push the limit you have to go to their fucking like you said it's colonial it's bullshit okay let's put it let's put it into physical reality and say hey we're indigenous we're sovereign i'm going to show you my sovereignty okay so i get it that you want to show power <laughs> to power right but i think there's more power in understanding one the doctrine of discovery and manifest destiny it's important for them, for us to know. Okay, so wait, wait, let me finish my point. <laughs> <laughs> Once you get to that step and tell somebody, let's say from Guatemala, El Salvador, and go, look, we're all in the same boat. We were both lied to. We both were kidnapped as children and indoctrinated to believe that these laws are real. Mm -hmm. But they're not. We can challenge them. How? By reclaiming our sovereignty. How do you do that? Tear up things, tear up paperwork. I'm not associated with that. And then instead of protesting in front of somebody's house, create a wall around your house to protect your sovereignty and your right to do whatever you need to do, whether it be holistic medicines. Because I think there's answers for those very polluted areas but we look for someone else, a politician, some 
fucking philanthropist, something that's, that's, that's outside. Oh, well, we have to work 12 hours a day, but you're going to take care of it, right? All right, cool, cool. Then I'll vote for you. And, and so who do you know that, that works 12 hours a day that wants to learn about Manifest Destiny is going to be able to do that? To I'm not that saying that. I'm saying that once you understand and inspire the, the or re-give sovereignty back to an individual, then you can separate from white supremacy, separate from their system, and understand that your wisdom is far more superior than any white colonial anything, whether when it came to medicine, when it came to governance, when it came to organization and community. I think that we can grow herbs that detoxify our blood to clean cancer. I think that all of our holistic curanderos shouldn't be laughed at, but visited. And, praise and and guys and protected and instead of protesting protect the ones they're going to come after because once you start treating people and healing people and making people organize in a fashion that is irrelevant to their system they're coming after you just like they came after baby right and guys it, it, it's a packed house right now and that just goes to show everyone is tuning in People want answers. People need answers, Maria. Okay, how many times did Sabi go, hey, we got to go fucking after the, the fucking medical system and the fucking, and, and, and Dr. Fauci. You, th this pandemic didn't work unless they killed Fau uh, fucking Sabi. Well, and, and, and this is, this is going to be. Sabi came from a perspective of, of common sense, profound common sense, which means go back to an alkaline diet. Go back to st and stop here's, here's alcohol. So these, stop these areas meat. have food deserts. I mean, there's people that, I mean, it sounds all great, but it's unrealistic in these communities. Absolutely where not. Have, I'm in East LA and, yeah. I, and, I, and I provide superfoods for a community of poor people that don't know anything about it. And yet one by one, I teach them, yeah, hey, you can control your diet. Oh, really? I can't. And they come back and they're like, fuck, dude. And before you make your point, Maria, I just want to tell our audience tuning in, it's a super packed house. Make sure you guys follow Maria Estrada on Instagram. It's vital. Everyone's on Instagram. So I just wanted to give you a plug, Maria, because we're, 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 we have a packed house. People yeah. want this knowledge. People want to hear from you. You are going to be held accountable on LA Natives. You are a politician and you're playing with... I'm all game. about it. I'm all and about I want, it. And, and what do we need to do to, to get you to that next level, to, to have you run again? And for us, well, to just it's right throw here. this dude out the water. Let me read uh, Gabriel uh, Ramirez's comment. He put, I was one of those persons who said, fuck politics, said I will never run for public office. And there was a wake-up call. And being inspired by Maria Estrada, then I decided to run for city council. Good for you, Gabriel. Now, I see a connection. I agree with you when it comes to educating our people about, you know, certain things like, especially our diet. Uh, that's how they killed most Lakotas when they, they went after the bison. They killed their diet. Uh, so it's important to know those things. It's important to know about uh, Manifest Destiny, Doctrine of Discovery. You can use that in your behalf. Um, I just got away the other day. I was in the mountains and I was tagging up uh, land back on this monument and uh, a highway patrol caught me on the spot red-handed <laughs> and then i put away the marker and i put it in my pocket he's like hey hey come on man why are you writing and i'm like i wasn't writing i was reading and he's like come on like you don't have a red marker in your pocket I'm like i may have and then i twisted the whole story on him he's like come on man and i'm like let me ask you a question if you grew up your whole life thinking you're illegal and they tell you you're illegal because you're not from these lands and then they kick you out and they prevent you from coming back in but then you grew up to know that your ancestral heritage comes from these lands for thousands and thousands of years how would you feel when now you see all this shit differently? Now as a native, 
I see graf- you might see this as graffiti, but what I see as graffiti is the fucking city itself. The pipes running through rivers, the fucking monuments right here that don't belong. Who the fuck is this guy? Who is this colonizer? Do you know him? And the guy was brown. He's like, no, nah, I don't know him. I'm like, exactly. I want to know about the chief that, that was around this land. Like, how come they don't have the chief's name? How come they don't have a chief of, of the indigenous people here? He's like, you know what? Have a nice day. And he walked away. <laughs> Like I, I switched, I switched. Yeah, he he was like, "What in the fuck?" You, right? I'll tell you why. Because you know, you know, and, and don't get me wrong, guys. I'm not against you guys. I love your work. I'm not here to. I'm not. I'm here yeah. to to add to the perspective. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. I'm here to go because yeah. maybe like. Well, you, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you. I, I'm actually a lot more more like you than you. you, you think. Oh, I know. I you know. know. We're, I mean? we're in the we're in the same we're in the same struggle. We wanna we wanna protect our and, families. And, and, and this wanna. is why you're so valuable, Maria, because you are attacking the system. Am I right, Cyril? Like yeah. you're, you're you're going in, you're going in yeah. and saying, "Look, I want to play poker." Yeah. Now I'm coming in. I'm bringing my own fucking deck. That's what I'm <laughs> yeah. Play. And you have every right to, and you can use every trick in the book. But but what I, what I think, look, what made the Mexica people or the Aztec people or the last people to 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 be in charge of this land strong was they conquered your heart. Not your mind. They brought things to you. They brought wisdom to you. They maybe gave you tribute. They included you in a huge ceremony. They made you feel like you had value. Collectively, we we do that. So I'm saying that we need to go back to those rooted principles. And if they want to play poker with us, we should be good at playing poker. But let's play our own game because our own game has answers. Diet, leaving alcohol, leaving meat, um, believing that women have a voice, that their voice matters. You're one of like a million. There's no other. There, if there was a million Chicanas or, or indigenous women that I know my partner's one of them. She's, a, she's an advocate for, for, uh, for uh, home births, natural births, mm-hmm. no stress. Bringing in those light spirits, I, I, I respect and love her so much. Well, I, th- I, but if you collectively got them all together, that's power. <laughs> I'm all about empowering my community. I mean, that's what it's we about. We have our answers. Here's one of them women are smart, women have a voice. I'll be honest with you, uh, we do prayer with just women because it is believed that women. Prayers are stronger than men's prayers because we give life. It's different. Uh, it, it's well, different. It, I mean, that's just. And I, I and know. I believe in your power, but I, I like to stay in the sense of like non-judgment mm-hmm. and equality. And we both contribute to life. Women and men both contribute to life. And but we as men have to realize one fucking thing. We need to learn to shut up sometimes and listen to that woman. And that's hard to do when you grow up in patriarchy. Yeah, it is. This is what I'm talking about. Well, let me when touch we on break, that. Take, when we break our patriarchal, indoctrinated self and learn to listen to very profound women, my partner, um, I'm sorry. Maria. <laughs> Maria. And, well, me, and, and hundreds and hundreds yeah. and thousands and thousands yeah. of others. <laughs> They should, they, should, they should be respected. And when we do that, even if we micro do it in a family setting, mm-hmm. 
I'm not saying to let your wife take over no, and tell you what to well, do. No, it's, and, it's not, but it's not about taking over. It's about having that balance within a relationship with your partner. I mean, uh, there, it shouldn't be where there's a control. It, it should be a natural in every relationship, whether it's your your partner, your mom, or your, your friend, sister. or whatever. There's always one that's obviously going to be stronger, right? Mm, mm. But but there's going to come a time where that strong one is going to be weak, whether they're ill or you know, emotional or something, a death in the family. So they're going to come down. So it's just a natural balance. The other person's going to come mm-hmm, up and sure. rise up and, 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 and take that position. And it's, it's just a flow. It's an ebb and flow. It's, it's, it's nothing that's set. It's like there is no, yeah, it's just a natural balance in, in your life, in, in a cycle. And when that's not balanced, that's where you, you find yes. problems. So you got to be able to know, I mean, I'm a very, I mean, I, I've had men say like this man said, you're never going to find a man because, you're, you're too you're too strong like your your positions and what you believe and and you're, you're never going to find somebody because you you don't you're not able to i didn't say submissive but he meant like submissive and i said well first of all who said i was looking for a man for one <laughs> and for two uh you know um i found al rojas and he's a very powerful man and and uh, there was a natural just energy between us that that it, 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 when when we had discussions, it was never. First of all, he saw me as his equal, which I never saw myself as equals Al, Al Rojas. But he spoke to me as if we were equals, and he he spoke to me in a manner. I mean, for for example, I'm very strong in my way that I speak, and 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 obviously he is too. And one day I was, you know, he called me like he did every night, and I was very upset. And I'm like, I'm you know, I'm fucking campaigning, working forty hours a week. I'm getting asked to be on this show and interview here and do a protest here, and you know, you're exhausted. And I'm seeing, you know, I'm talking to people in my community, and it's it's heartbreaking to hear the the fear and and the suffering and you know all the shit that's going on. And and I was just frustrated, and I'm tired, and. And I told him, I'm, I'm just, I don't feel like I'm getting anywhere. I feel like I'm spinning my wheels. I'm killing myself, and I don't think I'm helping. You know, I'm not. What am I changing here? And he said, "Listen to me." And I, as soon as he said it, his voice, I'm like, "Oh shit! I better shut the fuck up." So, I'm like, "Okay." And he says, um, "Years ago, when they came for our land, the warriors had to go out and fight to defend our 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 tribes and our women and our children and the elders." And a lot of times those elders, those uh, warriors wouldn't come back. And so the, the tribes, the, the families would go around the fires at night and they'd pray for their, their warriors to come back. And he goes, and you're the answer to those prayers. He goes, that's why you're here. That's what, that's what you're doing. And he goes, uh, you're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. And he goes, you're doing the right thing. And that's why I love you because you always do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And he had, I mean, he was 30 years older than me. And he, he, he knew to say things in a manner just... I, I mean, what do you say to that? And um, and he would tell me like you you know you have that energy like. like Julia, I, just, I just I just really think though that our community has to. I like you tell me the story about this brother, right? And I don't really know him. But I, I, I don't know. Also, him. people may not know who he who he is. So uh, yeah. he's the co-founder of UFW, the, the U, right? Uh, yeah, um, Union, United Farm Workers. He was United actually United Farm Workers. Yeah, he's actually. I mean, when he passed away, um, the Congress in Mexico had a moment of silence for him, and the president of Mexico spoke of him in his morning press conference. Um, he worked on, he was actually instrumental in getting Lopez Obrador elected because he um, did the campaign so that Mexicans in the exterior here in the United States could vote in the campaign uh, in the elections in Mexico, and that's how Lopez Obrador got 
elected, but he was beaten badly by the police. He's, he was actually in jail in 1973, and the same jail uh, that his uncles were arrested in in 1933. Um, he's been an activist his whole life. He's probably the greatest labor rights activist in my lifetime. Uh, he was a fucking incredible. He dedicated his life to indigenous rights, labor rights. Um, he's definitely he's, underrated as far as compared to Cesar Chavez. And, you know, there's a big reason why. Because he was not okay with the wetback calling of Mexican people. Mm. And the establishment was. So they made Cesar Chavez a bigger idol than him. But you always got to think about who the establishment puts and names streets yes. after and does all this stuff. Yes. There's a reason they put those people. And yeah. They're not going to put our people. Mm. Yeah. So that that's the reality. Somebody on the chat, uh, Julia, said, Que viva Al Roja. So she definitely knows who it is. Yeah, and, and I think, like I said, you know, we go from these movements and the principal understanding of our people was understanding time. I went to an Arturo Mesa talk, and he's, he's a very wise person on Mexica calendars and time. Mm -hmm. And he said, what people don't realize is that it just keeps going around and around. Everything keeps happening. The same thing. The conquest keeps happening every so often. It'll come. And look, now we're in another conquest. Right? Mm -hmm. A pharmaceutical conquest. Right? And it just keeps coming around. And we never catch it, he says, because we don't study time. We're trying to challenge something, but we don't use the tools that we're given to understand time. And it's very simple. Spring, summer, winter, fall. Follow it. We ignore that. That's the most important thing that we need to follow is those seasons because they signal time. Spring equinox, um, solstice. Mm -hmm. Those are very important times. If you focus your energy on those days... I'll tell you right now, you're one step ahead of the Wasishu, colonizer, European, thief, rapist. You're one step ahead of him. He doesn't know how to do that. We do. And, and that's what frustrates me, is that we're not being water. We're just trying to force our way through with our power and our bravery and our bravado and our strength. But we don't use time. I have something. We to, need time. I have something for when those we use two. time. If I tell you right now, we're going to be a part of an organization that a hundred years from now will find out what we did. We don't think like that. We need to think like that because the abuelos, when they go, we're going to put this pyramid right here. One thousand years from now, it'll be built. One thousand years from now. That means he was never going to see it, and the person that went and took over his job was never going to see it. But at one point, his great-great-grandson is going to walk up that pyramid and do that ceremony. That his abuelos of his abuelos of his abuelos. Why? Because they were patient with time. Yeah, but I, 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 again, well, I, have to, I don't feel I have time because people are dying in my community right now today. That's why I'm telling you, you and me have to study time. When we study time, you'll see when it comes back around your work will be less and then it comes back again and it'll be even more less because we're focused on time 
We are dedicated with time. That's why the 260-day calendar is the most important calendar because it's a destiny calendar. It starts at one day and ends at another. Why? Why is that so important? 260 days. Because it's nine months. It takes that long to have a baby. And what is that ca the calendar? What were the principles? On the human body. The joints, the fingers, the toes. It's very accurate. If we follow it and we understand the energies that come within it, then at the 260-day mark, something will be birthed. A new community, a new organization, a new elected official, a new version of health. We don't follow time at all. We don't think it's relevant. What is the 260-day calendar? I have something to add to, to time and water. If we're going to... Now, the, the theory about water is that no matter what shape you put it in it will take up that shape right now we as indigenous people against our will we were put into colonization both right now you're saying let's let's be like water but at the same time you don't want to be in that boat because you'd rather be in your in your indigenous prior bowl and go back to the medicine of, of nutrition i agree with that but at the same time she's saying i accept the fucking boat and i'm going to break this fucking boat i don't want to jump out of the boat i want to break this fucking boat but go with the flow of the boat that's within existence right now. And right now, the power in California is the Democratic Party. Now, time. Here goes time. The, the white people, they, they took our, our learnings and they used it against us. That's why every four years, there's a new president. And if you notice, right before the president election, gas goes up. All this shit happens every single fucking time. Because then they want to give you the, the answer. I will be the answer. I will lower gas. I will do this. I will bring more jobs. Blah, blah, blah. The same shit over and over, right? Because it's, it's time, like you said. But if we then say, okay, we see what you motherfuckers did. You took our teachings. You whitewashed it. And you're giving it back to us. But we don't even fucking see it, right? So now, if we learned our indigenous teachings and we're like, okay, we see the pyramid, we see the time. She came very close the first two times. If we keep pushing, we will break that bowl. We yes. will break that fucking time. And we will put someone in. Uh, let me finish my thought. We will put someone who's indigenous. Now, when she gets asked a lot, are you, are you socialist? Are you communist? Because she has more of those ideas. What's your answer, Maria? Every time you get asked by the establishment, are you a socialist? Are you a communist? What's your answer? I'm indigenous. I, I, I mean, even all of that, all of the, the political ideology that everybody discusses and, and all of that, uh, you know, indigenous people live for millennia without police, uh, without these type of political, uh, you know, uh, elections. And they were able to govern without violence, without all of this, without poverty, without homelessness. Everybody was provided for. Uh, indigenous indigeneity cannot coexist with capitalism. It can't. Nor and, can and, it and, with and communism or socialism because that's still whitewash shit. Yeah, because that that's not our that's, that's ultimately not our, that's not our culture. Exactly. That's not that's not what we're about. So and, so and that's another thing people try to impose on you, like you know you're you know the, I mean the Chicanos and I have a lot of love and respect for Chicanos, but a lot of them are communists and and that's great, but that's that's not our culture. That's not that's not who so we are. Imagine we elect someone with her mentality into the Democratic Party in the high ranks. Imagine that. We get her. I can't, but okay. But once you're elected. <laughs> I'm not that you're not good enough. And you're not but once you're, you're just very anti-politics. You're just but, very anti-politics. But, but once you're elected, Maria. Like it's ever going to happen. But Maria, but, once you're elected, Maria, you will, well, let me, let me you will you. identify as a Democrat, right? 
Because if you yeah. don't do that, oh, then no, they'll, no, 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 no. Then, no, no, then no, no, they'll no, no. backstab that's, that's you. Another thing is that, that, that's another thing. I love this answer, by the way. Everybody puts too much fucking, you know, too much importance on a fucking label. Like, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I got to do to get a lick. And if I got to put a D in front of my name, then that's what I'm going to do. Because not putting that D in front of my, my name is automatically going to lose me votes. I'm here to take power. And we need to be smart and be strategic about what we're doing. And when you stop pretending like, oh, well, if I run like this, like, why the fuck would I run, you know, independent or, or you know, socialist party? I've been at PSL meetings. I love PSL. All of these meetings, I, honestly, I'm far more left than they are. But the reality is, is that we're here to take power and we need to take control of our communities. And that's what I'm here for and you could i mean you know people are going to try to label you and as soon as you put in like for example my friend she was going to run but she says i'm going to run for the you know people socialist party and i said well okay so you are going to run and you're going to automatically run in a position that's going to lose your votes you want to yes. say you're going to run republican because fucking rasa is going to vote for you like that and you yeah. could say whatever you want but strategically if you're trying to take power and you're trying to play a fucking game you got to fucking play the game and be smart we yes. can't keep pretending like that's what it, i'm it, saying though is that is that look they took the system from us, yet we act like we don't know the system. <laughs> they took the system from yes. us, yet we act like we don't know the they system. They took the system from us and they bastardized it and they of course, colonized of course, it. Of course, but it's, it's still bullshit. our system. It's still the structure, like um, yes. equal for everyone. And they, they, they spout Even a bunch government of itself. Machica had government. You know, but, down so there, they had a lot of government. It's the same thing that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to relate to with time. Like you said, they follow time. Yeah. Right? Okay. So they took our governance structure, but they forgot to say that everybody in that structure was the most honest, most, uh, I mean, people love those people. That's why they were in those positions. Yes. They weren't just there because they, they earned were, it. They earned it because they, they were old. They yeah. were wise. They knew how to handle conflicts. Yeah. They would suggest a ball game instead of a war. They would yeah. say, um, Let's not kill all the women and children. Let's have the toughest guys fight it out. And we'll go with whatever decision comes after that. My point is this. They took the structure from us. So we should be masters at that structure. How to use it. How to get the right people in position. But see, that's where you, you start getting conflicted because capitalism, um, money, whatever it is. So... We can't even try to get into their system, their current system. Now, we have to revamp it into our original system. And that comes with organization of communities, letting that community meet that person, because that person is going to feel guilty to break the promise that he's making to that community. But when you just have to go up there in a TV screen and go, hey, you know what? I'm down for you guys. I love you guys. And fuck you guys. Now I'm in. Yeah. What the fuck? Give me some money. Yeah. Well, that's, that's it's gangster shit, man. Yeah. This is like they're assassins. Yeah, we're trying to fucking go into a system of assassins. Well, we got the perfect of liars. We got of human traffickers. Zero. This is the truth. Oh, and by the way, you have to wear a suit and tie too. Oh yeah, you got to wear the robe. You got to wear the fucking holy Roman robe. That's like, dude. People don't even understand. In the Senate, there's a fasci. That's fucking from Rome. That philosophy is from Rome. And if you know what the fuck, you're, if you know what you're seeing, and you could be in that fucking whole Senate and not know what that fucking fascia means. It's maritime law. There's amity law. There's the Queen of England, the biggest banker in the world. And then they got the fucking U.S. who was infiltrated by bankers from England who set up rules, who made you take a birth certificate and have two witnesses 
witness that you are now alive. So since you're alive, you're going to go to our schools. You're going to learn our indoctrination. You're going to go to work and you're going to pay us 52 fucking percent of your fucking salary for the rest of your life. And guess what? Your grandson's going to do it and your great grandson's going to do it and your great grandson's going to do it till you fucking don't exist anymore. This is the system that we need to dismantle. You cannot dismantle it from the inside. You have to challenge it with your own indigenous structure, with your own indigenous science, with your own indigenous homeopathic and diet. This is how you dismantle this system because our system is better. It's better because it's connected to the earth. The mysteries of the universe live in us. They learn that from us. Yet we fucking fall down to a letter that was written by Pope Nicholas II called the Doctrine of Discovery. And we just bow down to it and go, fuck it, we got to use that system. No, we don't. Our system is better. Our math is better. Our astrology is better. Our medicines are better. Our fucking elders are better. They're better leaders. They're better fucking guides. They're better. Go back to your culture. Study your culture. This is 911 now. So an assembly person gets what? A million, two million a year for their district while they're in their office. So they get offices. You know, you get a nice office and you get staff and everything. You know, so they give you a budget for your seat. So you're going to get paid 150 grand a year, and then you're going to get this money from the state to run your district. So you get a fucking warehouse, and you do a food bank out of there, and you donate clothes, and you have a conference room in there, and you start having meetings and organize your community, and you start radicalizing the youth, and you start educating people outside of the fucking system. You use their fucking money to to educate and organize your community against that fucking system. Mm. So what I'm saying to you is that's all fine and dandy, but like I said, people right now in my community are dying right now and trying to, to teach them the, you know, the doctrine of discovery and manifest destiny and all this shit, that's not going to help them right now. There's, well, a, there's a sense of urgency that I, 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 I mean, I can't tell you how many times I talk to people and it's a constant, 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 whether it's sick, I mean... I was given medicine by an indigenous woman, uh, uh, Lydia Ponce, who's super sweet. And, and um, it's, uh, uh, you know, I've always been able to make for my kids because they had skin conditions. I, you know, I use my organic oils on my face. And uh, so I started making uh, medicine and I make pomadas. I make, uh, you know, tinctures for pain, whether it's for your, your dog or if you have anxiety. And it's just something I do. And I never, never, never charge for it because it was gifted to me. So I gifted, gifted out. And, uh, and it's something that I feel that I'm doing that I make that's coming from my heart. It's good medicine. I don't sell it because it'll affect the medicine because I didn't work for it. I didn't, I, didn't sembré, I didn't water it. I didn't grow it. I didn't harvest it. Somebody else did. So the point is, is that there are things being done that are from our culture, that it's, it's a natural, uh, uh, no, non, there's no money involved. There's no, it's just me trying to help no people. No capitalism. Yeah, no, me trying to help people. And, and from that, like, it, it's just, it's something I, that you're doing that you're going to spread that positive energy to other people, whatever it is. I mean, that's just one of many things I do. I don't, yeah. I don't speak about, you know, um, you know, a lot of what I do because there's no, I, I don't need to have that attention. I, that's not why I do this. Well, the point of this is that, that there's a lot of things that are being done that, that I tell people when people always offer, 
because it's so expensive. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm not doing this for money. I'm doing this because I want to help my people. These are things that we need to... In, there is a, a, a sense of everything's tied to money. Everything's tied to a dollar. I don't need to do something for money. If I could have, you know, sell it, I could make a lot of fucking money. That's not why I'm doing it. I'm doing it for my heart. And that medicine would be tainted if I took money from it. And I believe that. And I know it's true because if I took money for something that was not given to, you know, not, uh, that was given to me to help me, how could I take money and not help somebody else. I think it's something that we need to understand is our energy that we put out there, what we, we give in and what we put out, it comes back to us. Yeah. So I'm not doing that, you know, and like most people don't even know. I've, I've had people contact me that, you know, for just a number of shit, like people hear me and they contact me and I'll do whatever the fuck I can to help them because the, the fact that they reached out to me, but it's something that we need to understand is everything's not tied to a dollar. We, we need to help each other and educate each other and organize amongst ourselves. And, and again, everything you're saying is valid and I totally get it, but I, I do feel I have a sense of urgency for my community to help them. And, and all of that is not going to change the fact that their kids are not going to be able to learn and that they're going to have problems for the rest of their lives and these fuckers are controlling everything and they're not giving them health care and all the money is going to the fucking cops and they're not doing anything in, you know the education system fucking is shit and, and what are we going to do about that so so to me i feel that that i what i'm doing is necessary and i'm doing multiple things outside of that but running in that race is important and i also want to empower my community i have a lot of people that have come to me that have said that they you know gentlemen that said that you know how many young women have called me and said and i put my you know i don't have a problem giving my phone number people calling me telling me that they ran for office uh, inglewood city council another girl's running for la city council all these people they said i would have never done it and, you know, but I saw you and you did it and, and that, that empowering our people, especially the young women and showing them that, yeah, we can take our fucking power and we can do something yeah. about this. These are our communities. We need to start owning our communities and we need to start taking them over. And that means taking them over from these fucking pigs that are fucking poisoning and poisoning poisoning us and killing us, protecting the cops and allowing this shit to happen to us over and over and over again. I want to, I want to speak a little bit about balance. I, I find truth on both sides and i see balance right our people believed in balance Ometeo, uh, so many things that you know brings balance we need both we need the teachings we we need a sense ancestral teachings because we we need to know who we are like there's a belonging with who you are and if you don't know who you are you don't have that belonging and once you find out who you are and who your ancestors are all that's beautiful and it's a beautiful belonging to have especially if you go back to your uh, remote motherland and and where you grew up and where your parents grew up and learn who were the indigenous people of of those lands that's beautiful and there's a lot of lessons to be learned but also we need to acknowledge our livelihoods today how we're getting paid how we're paying into a, a system of tax collection and how they're fucking us over now you said uh, you, you don't fuck with politics the way we got people registered in compton the most was our simple line of because everybody said that on the street oh i don't fuck with politics i don't want to i don't want to register to vote and i said but they fuck with you you may not fuck with politics, but they fuck with you. Do you pay to get on the bus? Do you pay to go to school? Do you get taxed a whole lot of fucking money? Do you get depressed when you look at that tax and you look at your paycheck go down? Yeah, they're fucking with but you. There's the reason fuck with them back. But so the we have, let me yeah. finish my thought. We need to learn how to fuck with them back. And that's our indigenous teachings as well. We are not those that seek violence and seek war. But if somebody comes to your land and somebody comes to your village, 
you need to be a warrior, right? You need to defend what is yours. We need to do that today. We need to rise up as warriors today, recognize who we are, recognize that we are warriors, and we need to be the caretakers of this land that we were meant to be. And you cannot do that without having both the ancestral knowledge of who you are, the indigenous sovereignty, and being politically aware of what the fuck's going on and how they're fucking us. Well, here's my answer, is that Do you know what a straw man is? A strong man? A straw man. No. It's a corporation that's made of your name on your social security. It's all in capital letters. It has a number, right? And it gets filed with the IRS. And then when you get a job or you earn any money or anybody gives you any money, you have to pay 52% of that to whatever tax that is. That system you talk about loves that that idea that you forever and your grandchildren will forever, even if taxes go up to 75%, you're going to fucking pay it. And that's what I'm completely against. Any system that says you have to pay me your future earnings forever and ever. And there's ways to separate yourself from this unlawful law. But if we do not know the law, I'm not talking about politics. I'm talking about knowing the real all. What is admiralty law? What is maritime law? How can we challenge the birth certificate, right, that says I have to pay 52% of my taxes? Being an indigenous person on my indigenous land, we need to have think tanks on that level because on that level you can challenge them going, you don't even have rights to this land. I agree with you. But meanwhile, we are having those, uh, let's just call them uh, town meetings, right? Get the town together, town meetings, oh. town halls. Hold on. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, we could get an elected official to get in to power and say, hey, guys, I have the town hall meeting, and it will be paid for by the Democrats. And we will provide you with, with people from all over that can come, and I will pay for it. And we could get chiefs from other states that are sovereign. And how are they exercising their sovereignty today and come in and have a lesson on how you can exercise your sovereignty today? We could get even a scholar who fucking went to the Harvard University and challenged the system by learning their fucking laws, right? Mm -hmm. Became an attorney and learned their language because that's a language. A law is a language. Mm -hmm. We need those people too. So they Absolutely, come back. it's a law. Right. So it laws we, and language. We yeah, need absolutely. we need all tactics. We do you, need do you know what tactics. a human is? Do you know what a human is? I would say yes. Uh, the definition of a human. Uh, I would think a homo species. A human is a monster who cannot own land or property. That's a human. In their law. That's what a fucking human is. We have to understand their language, their law, to challenge it, not join it. Because then we're going to just start spitting their rhetoric and using their shit like human rights. This is a small amount of people who own a lot of shit. And they want to keep it that way. So they invent these governments and they invent these things and we buy into it and we spend our whole lifetime fucking trying to figure out a game that's never going to be figured out when you have to turn to the right and go, this is where it starts, my sovereignty, my challenging. It's not, 
Knowing who you are is one step head on. I started 20 years ago finding out who I am. Now I have to enact who I am. I have to implement who I am. I don't just put but, my, I don't just shave my head. Yeah. I have an intermittent fa fasted diet. I use ancient foods to cure my thing. It's not a uniform. Knowing who I am is more like, oh, I'm a raider, so I'm going to use this raider hat. No, I get it. <laughs> but I'm going to give you an example. Of Why the raiders? No, but I'm going to give you a perfect example. But what I'm trying to say, though, brother, is that we not only have to know who we are, we have to implement and use foods, strategy, and time. You said they use time, yes, right? Yes, they do. Okay. But they use an inaccurate time. Yes, they do. Gregorian calendar is an inaccurate time. Yes. Yet they follow it religiously. They're already fucking losing. Because time is when our ancestors marked it on the temple. It always lands on March 21st. And it hits the temple. And it creates a symbol. Let me ask you a and question. And then we understand what to do next. Let me ask you a question, though, on that. Because I went to I went to Zacatecas, I went to Chachahuites, where they showed my ancestral people. Mm -hmm. They have the same thing as the Aztecs, Absolutely. as the Mexica, as a Hopi. They have the same thing. Those three, they they share. There's one down in South uh, America too. They aligned March, uh, I think it's uh, June 21st, mm -hmm. September 21st, or mm -hmm. 22nd, and then December 21st. Mm -hmm. Right? They aligned those. There's three. four of them though. There's those three March are the more important. March 21st. Yeah. yeah. But those three are the most important. Mm -hmm. March, I don't know why March is not as important as mm -hmm. June, September, and December. Mm -hmm. But those are the three that are commonly uh, found all throughout the, what's called the, the Americas. I would, let me ask you a question. You said they, they're losing already following their, their time. Are they really losing when they know that that time is false, but they have everybody convinced that that's the time they should be following, and therefore it keeps their power within power, and it keeps their illusion of elections and free democracy and all this bullshit. It keeps it in place. Are they really losing? I think they're winning. No, they're because, winning. because they, haven't, they haven't established strong cultural um, values that's, that's and science and astrology because they don't have pyramids. But that's not what they want. They See, don't have... I don't think you're, you're listening to my question. The people in power, you said it's a very few that are in power, right? Mm -hmm. Do you think that's their objective? That's not their objective. You're thinking an indigenous lens that that would be their objective if they want to really wake up a, a society. They're not trying to wake up a society. They're trying to keep the society asleep and going to work like bees. Oppressed. Oppressed. So they're, But their they do it is, like this, head on. They do it by lying to you. We're they not do arguing it, that. They, they do it by hoarding wisdom, which is the Vatican's yes. library. Yes. They do it. But so they're not winning. So that, what I'm trying to establish is that it took them from how long to how long to establish Spain to Mexico. Yes. Right. And then it took them another hundred years to get from um, Mexico all the way to California and the rest of. Yes. So that was 1800s. Yes. They're already declining. Yes. Yep. People are already starting to figure yep. out their lies. Yes. So that's my whole point is that's when you're trying to tell me, well, they're winning because they keep the illusion alive. The illusion is dying as we speak. Yep. But because they, I, I don't I disagree with that at all. In fact, the, the illusion is dying because you cannot. I'm telling you right now, Arlon, they they're not. When you rape kids, when you traffic people, when you let uh, um, steal the land from humble, connected individuals, you can't write any story 
that's going to go, oh, well, it's cool. We, we, that's the problem we're facing right now is that people at your generation are starting to go, well, either I'm going to be really, really fucked up or I'm going to be uh, a person that's connected to the earth and, is, and, and not his indigenous ways, but at least something that's um, communal, right? It's either, either you're really health nut and you believe in crystals and you love everyone or you're following the system of money, and, and to get money, you have to follow their indoctrinations. Rockefeller, Carnegie, Queen of England, and the families that are in charge. That lie is dying, and they're doing everything in their power to try and stop it. But they're insane, because just like our ancestors understood 500 years ago, they knew that they were coming, because they saw the comet, and they said, this time our we will be, Masatim will say it, this is no longer going to be here. And they couldn't fathom that. Because we were, what do you mean? We, we all get along. There's clean roads. There's clean water. What are you talking about? It's all going to end. Right. Now, I don't disagree with you. I, I just don't think you see what I'm painting. Let me paint a little bit better. The people from Europe, the colonizers, right? Let's just say they're the few elites. Mm. America, the idea of the land of America, this is not for them for the long, external long run. This is an experiment. And in, in this experiment, which is a lie of colonization, genocide, they are winning over there in Europe because they're still collecting tax money. Sure. U.S. is still paying the U.K. and Britain. They're, st they're still paying France. They're still paying Italy. They, they owe them for life because they owe them the existence of this discovery, doctrine of discovery, right? So they're still winning as long as this life keeps functioning. Now, slowly, it's, it's, uh, it's being disrupted by the awakening. It started in the 70s and the 60s, actually, with LSD, right? And then they did everything they could to push back. Well, I mean, it started, so, it started a lot. I mean, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't the chemical aspects of things because they went to within their system. They went into indigenous, in the 60s, right. they went into indigenous yes. teachings. And another in indig Maria, another Betis. And in and indigenous teachings, they went to Maria Savina. Yeah. They, they started reading the Castaneda books and they created this new age movement of holistic yes. and, and all mm -hmm. this stuff. H hippie and, shit, appropriation. And, and all of a sudden, they're, they're the ones. But right. what I'm trying to say, Heron, is that just like we knew they were coming and we knew that we were going to be in darkness for 500 years, yeah. we also knew that the sun would come out again. And you know what that means? That means you have to understand who you are, implement the principles of indigeneity, whatever it is, whether it be the food, the holistic um, practices, the time sequence and keeping. You use those tools is what I'm saying is that we, we go, oh, yeah, those are cool tools. That's like a raider hat and a raider jacket. But, you know, I just look cool in that. No, those shit, I'm telling you from my own being, I lost 50 pounds. I'm a lot clearer. I left alcohol. I don't eat meat. I'm decolonizing myself. I left patriarchy. But I used the tools I'm not in of my indigenous ancestors to break my colonial perspective, which means I can challenge the system now. I can challenge doctrine of discovery. I can challenge How long did everyone. that take? And Zero, let me ask you. It took 20 years. Okay, that's my point. In 20 years, how many kids are being murdered in the streets? Because I grew up in Compton. I walked the streets at 13 years of age. I had, I had a lot of opportunities to lose my life. Just, just wearing the wrong color, saying the wrong shit, not, know, not knowing how to react when, when, you know, shit popped. I faced more guns from cops after that, after realizing my power of speech 
than I did in the hood ever. And although I was acting upon my own sovereignty, challenging the, the white man, the colonization, and that drew their guns out, I will never, now I know better, I won't tell someone else younger than me, oh yeah, challenge them like that, use your sovereignty, because they might get killed, and then I have to carry that with me. I did it on my own. I don't have any recordings of it because I never filmed it, but I, I walked that path. I'd rather have Maria get in their fucking system, defund the fucking police, get to abolishing the police, and recreating a new system of, of uh, keeping the peace within our neighborhoods, following indigenous ways, so yes. that the kids right now growing up don't have to deal with the shit I had to deal with, or me telling them, practice your sovereignty and fuck the cop and tell them that you don't owe him shit. But that's not but what it I'm might saying. Kill him. I'm not saying that. Because we have to be careful what I'm we do. I'm not saying to practice your sovereignty without knowing but what some, it is. But some, someone may take that. Uh, understood. Understood they might do that. Of yes. course they're going to do that. And, but and what I'm saying is learn your indigenous understanding, get your spirit, focus on your health, leave alcohol, leave meats, leave their entertainment, then you get strength. Then you go into studies. Then you read the books, then you know the quotes, and you know the laws, and you challenge it. I agree with all That's that. That's what I'm saying. But, I'm not saying that, yeah. that, that look, when, when, when someone says, hey, let's put that person in office, and they're going to give us a million bucks and a nice building and this and that, Every that's, kid, that, every that's every, that that's that actually not what I said, but okay. Okay, wait, wait. I, I don't want to miss. I don't want to make it seem like I'm misrepresenting. In general, I'm just saying within the system we get something that we can change our community, right? But it's only for a short term of time. The consistency of having it there forever is not. It, it gets like, oh yeah, we had Maria and she ran for office. Well, and you you just said that it that you you just said that we need to learn how to do this. If I use the money from the position I have to be able to do that within my community. Then you're good. And well, But see, that's what I'm saying is the whole purpose of that is they give these people money so they can have nice offices and a staff where I would use that, that money, their money, to organize in my community and have a place for people to come to do just that, to teach them our, our way of life, our ideology, and the thing is, is that everybody, it, 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 it isn't an either or. Both can be done. Yeah. It may not be the way mm -hmm. you want it done. No, I don't want it to be. I would way. never give up meat. So I'm just going to say that right now. Mm -hmm. My people eat meat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so the, the, the thing is, is that we need to understand that what you're saying, there, it's totally valid, but you cannot completely ignore a system that runs everything around you. You I'm cannot, not ignoring it. I'm challenging it. And, 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 and this is why, and guys. I'm challenging it as well. Because I'll tell you, there's never going to be a fucking time that they're going to want somebody that looks like me, talks like me, dresses like me in the fucking halls of Congress or the state capitol or wherever it is. And they don't want to see I, billionaire me. They don't want to see billionaire me. Yeah, well, that's the whole point. And, and guess what? I'm already halfway there. I want to read a good And I'll tell you and why. And this is why we I'll need Maria why. in office. I'll tell you why, though. I'll tell you why. Look, this is the difference, guys. And I'm not against you guys. I love you guys. I'll, no, it's all love. Guys it's all I'll love. go to your rallies and I'll do whatever I need to do. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. I love my people. There's no, no matter what, if we have a hard disagreement or whatever it is, I, you're still my family. You're still my brother and sister. I'm not going to. This is not what I'm, what I'm trying to say is that, look, I'm not a politician. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm I, not either. Trust. But I have a business. I, have a, I focused on a business. 
using my indigenous principles, using my indigenous calendars, using my indigenous uh, spirituality to get a physical building where I teach people about plant-based foods. There you go. Where I have a, a, a workshop at least once a month about the Aztec calendar and how to use it and how to implement it into your life. I have city councilmen coming to my, my establishment telling me, wow, we could give you money for this. See? But I didn't go against the system. And I still challenge everything and I still keep my sovereignty. But that's what I'm trying to communicate to the... And, and this is just my opinion. It's humble. It's not right. I don't know anything. I only know what has been in my experience. Mm-hmm. You know? This is... I've gotten more people to come to my shop and learn about their diet and understand their culture and come back and want more and want more. And the programming is starting to become like a cultural center now. And, and, and I started off selling smoothies. And I was frescas. And, and now superfood, and, 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 and now, but then I go, whoa, wait. This is like Henry Ford shit. This is like these billionaires. Not that I want to be like them. I don't want to be like them because you got to play the politic game and all that shit, and I'm not doing that. But I am going to put faith in my ancestors. I'm going to put my faith in my ancestors' math, astrology, diet, spirituality. Everything I do is them. Not because I fucking wear a cool raider hat that says indigenous and I'm dope. I'm them. Mm. I'm them. It's not a costume. And it's a it's a it's, it's a way me. of life. It's the way I yeah. wake up. It's the way I what I believe in. It's not a trend. And I know a lot of other people feel the same way. Absolutely. And they have to. I don't know what what they have to do, but we have to continue this conversation. Absolutely. Because this conversation is amazing. Well, I and, 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 and before we, we let everyone go, February 6th, between 12 and 6, yes. what's going down, Zero? Plant-based Aslan. See, I, ta- I have an indigenous market. I don't have. I don't have. Let me rephrase that. My family, my whole family, my, my partner, my kids, we all chip in at, at Malinali Superfoods, 4528 Whittier Boulevard. And we put a monthly event called Plant Based Aslan, where we bring indigenous artisans, indigenous clothing, and plant based food to our community of East Los Angeles. A vegan desert, a health food desert. Mm-hmm. That to me is, is not right or wrong, but know that it's available to all my community who wants to organize and and do whatever we need to do together because there is no criticism and everybody's doing what they need to do because this is more powerful than this. My yeah. heart yep. is more powerful than this. And it's going to be located at Malinali Superfoods, 4528 Whittier Boulevard, right in the heart of, of East, East Los, Los Angeles. Historic Whittier Boulevard, brother. You can see the, 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 the Whittier Boulevard <laughs> sign right out yeah. the window. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Everyone is invited yeah. And 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 Maria like this is quite possibly one of our, our our most popular episodes and we need you back because these discussions need to be heard, right? Head on. Yes, they definitely do and I wanted to touch two areas before, you know, wrapping it up because she she's going to be gone for a while. She's going to go to Mexico and then after that she's going to go to Oregon so we're not going to see her for a while. Uh I wanted for the people listening uh, can you t- talk about your experience of going to Standing Rock and what happened after that and how was it that you then got invited to join the indigenous uh, 
the, the, the organization you're a part of, the indigenous women? Um, I went to San, Standing Rock as an observer, uh, as an indigenous observer, and in fact, I stayed on the reservation side. We, I mean, they, they put up a teepee for us, and, and um, I was with the, 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 the couple that I told you about. Um, um, they took me over there, actually, because um, they started a, a nonprofit Native Women's Union Association, because they saw me in Philadelphia, you know, I was pretty fucking pissed off, and, you know, I was protesting, and I was out there, you know, on, on where City Hall is. I almost got in a fist fight with one of the city councilwomen because she was being a bitch. And um, they were just very, um, because we were, you know, not supporting Hillary Clinton. It was very contentious, let's just put it that way. And um, I got on stage with the mic, and, you know, I, I kind of get a little heated when I when I speak on, on certain things. And, and so that's how I met them, and then they asked me to be in this organization and it was because they said that our women don't have um, a voice anymore that that because of patriarchy and, and uh, white supremacy that 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 the learned behavior on these reservations it's really horrendous it's i mean there's a lot of you know, drug abuse and uh, you know because of the what the churches did to the children it's a you know that that's a learned behavior as well and that's actually very prevalent um it's very, very very dangerous to actually to be living on the reservation especially for women um, and they said that we need you to be like uh, someone who could teach our women how to speak up for themselves and how to be strong. And and so they took me up to Pine Ridge to meet John Moose Camp and Leonard Crow Dog. Um, to you know, we got it. We got our paperwork by the government, but they wanted the elders to approve of me. And and I did sweat with them. And um, it was it was just a very cathartic experience for me because. I mean, these are legendary people. I mean, uh, uh, Moose Camp, um, like I said, his grandfather was Sitting Bull spiritual leader. So these people are, you know, they're history. They are history. And um, and uh, we went over, actually, he... So I guess I, the, the gentleman is, like I said, the liaison between the President of the United States and the tribes. Um, he actually set up a meeting with um, uh, the Army Corps of Engineers, um, Dave Archambault, who's who actually signed off and co-signed that they could do that shit on Standing Rock. So a lot of indigenous people are very colonized and they actually work against the tribes. Um, they hoard money where they get money from the government for, for the land. And then the tribal leaders actually keep it for themselves. Um, there's a lot of stories and you, you could hear about it all over, whether you know, you're talking about quantum, quantum blood and, and all of that. They use those things against their own people. Just like our people here, we have, you know, we're not run by white people. It's black and brown people in southeast and south central L.A. who are all colonized and they, they actually very capitalist mentality and they exploit their own communities for power and for, for, for money. And it's disgusting. What? But that's all a learned behavior. And and again, I was there, like I said, to so that they could meet me and like, you know, approve of me, basically. And um, it was a, a very... Um, just um, life-changing experience for me and and um, I, honestly anything I can do to empower our people um, to to enlighten people actually about about our power who, who I mean when we're talking about who you are empowering we need it a lot of us have trauma I mean I told you just one fucking story from my childhood and there's a million of them and they're a lot worse and the point is is that we we need to heal ourselves and we need to heal ourselves in, in, a, in a very real way um, and there's a different ways to do that, but but we need to be able to to um, 
heal ourselves and take our power back and not allow that these experiences consume us. Um, we need to allow ourselves to be able to speak. Um, I'm in a situation right now with my family and I have always been the black sheep of the family because I speak out and um, my mother's actually a victim of elder abuse and my family knows it and they're defending the, the abusers, which is a relative and his girl, my brother and his girlfriend, and they're protecting these people and they know what's going on. And, and I had to say, like, I'm going to take this as far as I go and you better be you know, cognizant of what I'm saying to you. You better be aware of what I'm saying to you because I don't fuck around when, when I get in my, you know, my mind on something and I, this is my mother. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's my family's colonized. The mentality's colonized. Uh, I have a brother who's abusive, beat me, beat my father, beat my little sister. And when I had him arrested, everybody looked at me like, what the fuck are you doing? They're, my whole family turned on me because I had him arrested. He fractured my ribs. I had to sleep sitting down with a brace on for six weeks. And, and, and I, I want to ask you something. There's a lot of, you know, you, you speak of your trauma, but not every woman or, or girl growing up can speak of that trauma, but they're going through it right now and maybe some listening. What is the name of the organization, of the Indigenous Women Organization, So, and how could they join if, if they're interested? It's a Native Women's Union Association. We're on Facebook. Um, and I'd also like to say I'd like to give a shout-out to my niece, uh, Ashley, uh, who actually spoke up. And, you know, I was in Mexico, and she's the one that contacted me. There's always been a level of, of manipulation over my mother, uh, since my father passed away, but she's the one that spoke up about my brother's girlfriend abusing my mother and screaming at her, and you know, and then of course I get a you know uh, on that, and 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 for her to speak up in the dynamics of my family and the way the the men are very abusive and aggressive, and and uh, I mean it it did turn it's 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 a really bad situation, and and she she found her voice and she's very into her indigeneity and she's you know actually told me like. All my life, they always, family always talk bad about you. And, you know, I know why, because you tell the truth. And, and she goes, I'm older, I'm more mature, and, and I'm seeing things differently. And I realize why they, the family's so mad at you all the time is because you don't put up with their shit. And, and here she's speaking up at a risk. It's a risk because as soon as she spoke up, she was being attacked, accused of things that weren't true. And it's a dysfunctional family, and she's trying to break that cycle, and she's tying herself to in, her indigenous uh, roots. And, and, and that's actually what caused her to come to me. Yeah, she's and going against machismo and the <laughs> colonists. Yeah, she, she absolutely face. is. And, and, and I'm super proud of her because Shout it does come at, come at a risk, and, and it's going to cause a further divide in the family. And she's going to have the thing is, 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 it's not my side, or this is just my mom. And she just wants to help her grandma, and that's it. And, and, there's, and there's many in her situation or similar. And, again, I want to be um, – can you give the name a little bit slower so everyone can catch it and know how to find it and how to join the Indigenous women? Native Women's Unity Association. Um, I actually started a nonprofit in Compton called the Native U U Women's Unity Alliance, and it's actually just to bring a voice to, to women and to empower women because – we are part of a patriarchal society and women are told to shut up and and that's actually not we have that wisdom we give life uh and our voices should be heard uh was it uh, thomas shankar african uh, uh, revolutionary he said women hold up half the sky and that's exactly right um you can't dismiss uh, half of the population for you know for so th those are the those are, see those are very embedded traumas that that we go and try to fight the colonizer and we don't 
we have so much stuff that we deal with on just being poor and exactly families so exactly. instead of if, if you would have told me and I, I don't mean to belittle you brother i, I know your Never. efforts are fucking amazing and you're a good friend of mine and and if i were to go like okay and and this is just me thinking you know this is yeah, not me I, I welcome these discussions because we have to have them because in order to heal we have to converse i feel i feel look this would be my goal right and and since i'm not politically active and i don't follow those arenas then my goal i have to set goals that are outside of what am i doing mm-hmm. i can't just talk shit about Heron and go oh yeah he's fucking just following the system and he wants to do i what am i doing well i have molly nali superfoods and i hold workshops and i teach people about superfood foods and you can intermittent fast and you can take power over your diet um but you said an impressive thing like we signed up the biggest amount of people in in um Compton. in Compton. Well, then I'm going to match you. I want to have and listen to the community and it's not going to happen overnight. So, but I want to have 1000 persons from my community to have sweat lodge experience. That's right. So look, check check, 1, the, check this out, guys. I want 1,000 of our community. That's going to be our goal. In 10 years, in five years, we'll decide. You know, I have to talk to my elders, and I can't just offer that to people. And, and so, by, so the time so, is now. Yeah, the time is now. Yo, Zero. So for everyone tuning in, we have a super packed house right now. It's like past 10, and we're packed out right now, Zero. So <laughs> it's going to be 11. For en- it's so for 11. So <laughs> for anyone tuning in, I really appreciate you guys joining us. Um, no, well, look. Look, for we're not here uh, deterring any way, shape, or form people who want to get into politics. If you guys find some inspiration in Maria and in her story and in her movement and her cause, follow her. Make sure you guys get into politics too. So, that being said, any last words, Zero? Yes. Before that, can I have no, 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 one no. announcement? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. We, we have to wrap it up. We, we, we have to wrap it up. A- a- any last words? Thanks for coming out. I appreciate you, Heron. I appreciate you, Maria. I always appreciate you, um, uh, Armando. And thank you, I mean, for recovering, bro, because, you know, I was a little worried. and But you, you handled it like a champ. Thanks, Pull through. Thanks, LA community, for showing up and chatting it up and and um and being a part of of our solution talks you know we i felt like we didn't even really create a solution but i know that maria has a goal to be elected or support somebody who has a good heart to be elected and we're going to support that vision i have a vision of putting 1000 people into the sweat lodge right and i have to consult with my elders and find a place for that but that's my work and head on Man, he's always in the community doing what he needs to do. But LA Natives is here for you guys. We love you. We care about you. And that's why we have these discussions. Remember, February 6th, Malinali Superfoods, plant-based Aslan. That's another. We can rejoin the conversation right there. Please come out and support. Support all the vendors. Shout out to my family. Shout out to my wife, uh, Jenny Dula, uh, Medicinas de Amor. And uh, we'll see you next Wednesday. Power to the people.